You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Hey everybody, Boss Man here. Before we get started, we got to tell you about our partners at Better Edge. Better Edge is a legal online sports betting marketplace that allows you to post and engage with other sports betting fans place no commission positions in an online marketplace so they're not going to take any of your your hard-earned cash Uh, you can compete in direct head-to-head challenges with people like jake and i all you got to do is just send them a bet if you think something's going to hit they think the opposite send them a request and now you guys are head-to-head and you can talk all the shit you want in the message boards Uh, You can also compete in public or private betting competitions, and you can buy or sell positions such as the spread, the over-under, and money line at current market prices. Use promo code 10K, that's 10K at betteredge.com to get a free 20 bucks when you sign up and verify your ID. I love Better Edge because they originally started with five, then they went to 10, and then once they noticed we were getting a lot of people on, they were like, you know what? We love the 10K people who sign up for the app. They're going to get 20 bucks if they send up. If they sign up with your code. And let me tell you, you can turn 20 into a lot of money on that app. I've personally done it. So once again, if you go to betteredge.com and sign up with promo code 10K, that's 10K, verify your ID, you get a free 20 bucks. And let, you know, maybe if, if, if you do well enough, you may never have to put money into the app. You might be one of those guys. It's free money. Come get your guys free money. Gals. Yeah, come, it's free real estate. It's free real estate, Jim. <laughs> It's a free real estate bit, but free money. Uh, yes, yeah, so sign up, Better Edge, promo code 10K. We'll see you on there. On this episode of It's a Bit, we're joined by Nordo, producer of the 9 to Noon Show on KFan. We also give our bits of the week, and we're going to end the show with a, kind of the first ever edition of Ranking Stuff. I think we did it back in the day on the rundown, but we're going to rank our favorite fast food restaurants, kind of a Mount Rushmore type bit. So all that and more on It's a Bit. <laughs> This is the It's Bits podcast, presented by 10,000 Takes. Burgeoning empire called 10,000 Takes. This is the It's a Bit podcast featuring boss man, wags, and journalist Jake. Journalist Jake's a bitch, motherfucker. Hey, you know those guys that do 10,000 Takes? They do some funny bits, right? They're good. They're funny dudes. Yeah. 10,000 Takes. You're hanging with the number one podcast in the Twin Cities. It's a bit with 10,000 Takes. Last name ever, first name greatest, like a sprint. All right, everybody, welcome back to It's a Bit, presented by 10,000 Takes, your favorite listen of Tuesday morning, maybe. Maybe not, that's fine. Uh, my name's Bossman, I'm joined by Wags, journalist Jake, producer Cam. Full studio on this Monday, gents, how, how rolls the, the, old, the old ship? I feel like I've used too many of these expressions now. There's nothing left in the tank. The corporate expressions, like, like how's the live in the dream? How's it going? The days? How's, how's the Monday grind? How's the... It fucking sucks. I personally liked uh, how's the battle today, boys? Because every yeah. single day is a battle in its own yes, way. That's true. How's the war today? How's it go today? You know, how goes you, the fight today? You should, you should uh, look up a list. I'm sure there's a list of like common, uh, I don't know, ways to metaphors. ask how's it going? How's it going or how the day is going? How the work is going? You know, stuff like that. You almost look up a list of 365 of them and go use one every single day going forward to start the podcast. 
Because I think we're also learning something, and you can also teach the people on how they can greet other people and how their daily lives are going. Yeah, now you can use it at Corporate America when no one want, actually cares how you're doing. Mm-hmm. You just say it to break the silence. So yeah. Oh, I hate that so much. It's like, like it's like but you don't really care how I, I'm doing. Well, <laughs> it's like, it's like, not going to impact well, your life. Have you noticed it's always like a 50-year-old white dude who's the guy saying <laughs> yeah, this stuff, dude? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, bro, come on, man. Like, Especially if it's like a last-second meeting that gets thrown in your calendar and you don't really want to do it, but you know you have to. So you go in there and you're like, I just want to get in and start talking about what we need to talk about. They're like, hey, so how is it going today? How is the, the life going? Blah, blah. I, I don't care. And then it's been 15 I, minutes and you've just had conversations. You've got no work done and um, you still have 30 minutes of your meeting left. It's see, not the worst. See, I get that. And then I'll ask them, like, so what's up? And they'll be like, the opposite of down. Like, no, what the fuck do you want? Yeah. Right. <laughs> I think I think I've actually said this before, but someone said, hi, Jack. How's it going? And then I go, it really depends on what you say next. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that, especially when it, they like it could change very drastically. Especially when they like they ping you or you know they send you a direct message of the you know the hi Jake. I actually got one of those today. Actually, the hi Jake. <laughs> Nothing else. <laughs> how are you today? I actually yeah hi Jake. Like two minutes later, how are you? Just tell me what what we have to yeah. meet about. <laughs> how do you respond to that? You just say hi Jane back yeah, or what do yeah, you do? Like, like good. Hello. What do we have Hello. to talk about here? Okay, like seriously, I I need to get shit done. Like <laughs> All right. I. Can't stand that. Now that we told you how uh, how depressed we are during the day, yes. before we get into the show, we just got to thank everybody for buying the Billy G shirts. I think we sold over 160 of them. So, quick round of applause for the for the, all the kids at home, all the cool kids, all the cool kids who bought them. And uh, we ordered them right away this morning. They'll be shipped as soon as they uh, get here. We can tell you that we've never dealt with this many shirts before, so we'll probably have some really inefficient supply line going and we're gonna we're gonna capture the whole thing. We're gonna get some good content of us trying to figure out how to bag and tag and send hundred and sixty shirts. But you know what? That's a good problem to have, gents. Uh, we were able to finally pay off that credit card debt from the uh thousand dollars worth of shots we bought at the loon back in September. It only so. took like, like half months. a year, dude. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Oh, over that. That's, That's insane. Uh, like everyone else telling that we were that we like were actually selling a lot of shirts. They're like, oh nice. What are you guys gonna spend all that money on? I'm like paying off debt. <laughs> yes. Not not a very fun answer, but uh yeah, we honestly we greatly appreciate everyone who bought them. And it's it's kind of cool because like a, a mantra like you know like a, a motto like this can unite the fan base. Like from here on out, like let's fucking win. Let's let's get this cup. It's about winning hundred percent here in St. Paul. We at least need to get past that first round of playoffs. I think most most of us are hoping that we're going to get to the finals, though. Mm-hmm. One, one, one game at a time. That's, one game that's at what a I, time. That's what I've been, I've been thinking about it like. Let's just take one game at a time. It's about fucking winning. And let's, it's a boot. Let's have fun in the process. And, but, yeah. yeah I was just going to say about 200 people have joined the movement, movement officially. When you have this T-shirt, you're officially a Bill Guerin. It's about fucking winning fan mm-hmm. i think i think automatically i know like the package comes with a shirt but i think also in the bag comes like a transformation from you to whatever you are now to a winner i think mm-hmm. by buying the shirt and wearing it you actually do become a winner so it's great value you get a little bit of billy g inside you you know yeah mm, exactly we mm. i wish we could add some oh. some uh mm. <laughs> wish we could add some uh smelling salts to the package unfortunately we couldn't do that but that would just make you full bill garen you know put the shirt on Snort a couple of smelling yeah. salts, and then you're building. You're ready for the day. I think we're also going to throw in some better edge stickers because we have about 200 of those. And mm-hmm. why not? And literally, it's going to be us shipping them out. Yours truly, Jack, Jake, mm-hmm. and I. Possibly Cam, possibly Marlo. It's going to be it's going to be a big old party. We're going to make a video like Jack said. Grassroots, because we 
care about the American. This is small. People. This is small business right here. You yes. want to know what this is? It you're looking at. You guys it. doing business? <laughs> how, yeah. How, how, often look, are, uh, how often are the founders of the companies the ones sending out the shirts? It's not often. No, no, because no. we care about the people. Okay. People think we're just we're just bosses. No, we're in the trenches, man. Jake, I think we're in the one percent. Do you really just want to say that Tommy Boy line? Right yeah, now? I really do, like, but I, I, I can't get it off your chest. What, what is it like? We are the American working man for the American people because that's who I care about, or something. There you go. Yes. I forgot it. Go. Something like that. But I love that line. I should Shout look up out. what that Sounds exactly like a is. Line. I can bring it up later. And to the guy who wanted to buy a shirt from Australia, we are so sorry, but we are unable to ship a shirt to you. It's probably for your best financial interest that you don't pay twice as much to ship the shirt as what the shirt costs you. <laughs> so uh, RIP to that guy. But if you're ever in the States, hit us up. We might have a few laying around. Ozzy, Ozzy, Ozzy. Oh, wait, yeah. oh, wait, oh, wait. Also, there's another big announcement coming that we are not allowed to say yet, but uh, be on the lookout for the socials. There's, there's going to be something happening in the next few weeks with some certain individuals, and uh, you could be a part of it, so look out for it. Gosh, you're teasing us over here, I Jack. Know. Giving everyone blue balls. I know. <laughs> building up right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 10K Strip Club. Confirmed. True. That was one time. We're opening one up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. It's going to be Bubba and Jake just making Cam, out. are you going to spend $800 at this one? Yeah, because the revenue goes back into the company. True. <laughs> it does. It's more of a donation to your company. Exactly. Yeah, we could name it. It's called It's All the Bits. It's All Ooh. the Bits. Or It's the it's, Naked it's, Bits. It's and, the Naked Bits. The and, best bits. And uh, the company who collects the money gets 10% of it, so they're also included in the bit. Shout out capitalism. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's get into bit of the week, kind of our signature joke, as we say everything around here is a bit. We'll start with you, producer Cam. What do you got for a bit this week? I have the random curse bit. Um, I was on Twitter yesterday and saw that Big Cat put a curse on the Twins. It was just the most random reason ever. So the Twins lost their first two games, won the game yesterday, and then posted like the final score, which they didn't do for the two games that they lost. And he like freaked out. He's like, Seattle deserves their like their credit, their credit, and this is this is bullshit and bogus, and like put a curse on the Twins. And then he like, um, before he went to bed, put tweeted out again was like good night to everyone except the twins and showed that he was putting tweet notifications on for them i'm like this is so fucking weird so, like why he did it earlier to the uh, arizona it's cardinals be, it's, it's because yeah. the cardinals law lo- it's all their fault still mm-hmm. they lost to detroit <laughs> and it was detroit's first win by a lot and but the, yeah this was before yeah so th- this was like before it was cool detroit lot detroit beat the cardinals and then the cardinals failed to tweet out the final score which is obviously like a signature team social media bit good or bad <laughs> And then, yeah, he basically just started this whole coup on Twitter around, uh, like, fuck the Cardinals. They won't tweet out the score, and then they finally mm-hmm. did it. Someone else did it later. Apparently, this is carried over to baseball. Little does Big Cat know, though, the Twins already have a curse. Yes, yeah. <laughs> no, join, join the fucking party, man. We haven't won a playoff game since I was seven years old. Maybe this curse will counter the actual curse yeah. that the Twins have. It would yeah, be I, really, really nice. I don't know how witchcraft works. I but... loved when he was feuding with the Arizona Cardinals. He was dragging up all of these old tweets that teams who just got annihilated in games, they would still post the score. It would be like football games. It would be like 92-3. to three. The team would still post the score. And so I think that's his biggest thing. It's like, okay, if all these other teams are posting their embarrassing blowout losses, you got to at least post your losses. That's his yeah, thing. But you have followers and fans. They want to know what happened to the game. He's just trying to be, you know, it, courteous. That's, that's funny. He was like, because uh, the back to the Arizona Cardinals account, he tweeted out like, because uh, they had like a, in the like, last four minutes of the game, they tweeted out like the last update that they were up by a little bit or something like that. And they ended up losing. And he just quote tweets and says, hey guys, I've, you know, I've been gone the last three days. How did this game end? You never tweeted out the final <laughs> yeah. score. I don't know. Because 
it's not on social media. It didn't happen, it, apparently. It just struck me as something weird, though, to like waste your time on. Like, this no. is what you're But that's a big, about. big cat thing. Which like, I, yeah. That's definitely something he would care about. I was going to say, too, like, it's not a bad thing when a, tween, when a team gets killed like that to a bat. Or we didn't even get killed, but like when we lose because like you think all the fans are going to be upset. But the mentions under those tweets are some of the most entertaining takes on the internet. <laughs> yeah. It's always trade like the best players. It's yeah. usually like, which, well, and if I were the twins too, I would not like tweet out the losses because you want all this social media traction to your pages, right. at least right now. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's not like the Mariners or the Lions. Like the Mariners mm. are probably going to yeah. make the playoffs. We this didn't. Year. We didn't lose to like yeah, like a horrible team yeah, that hasn't won team. all year, like so, in May. Yeah, yeah. So this all doesn't make sense to me because there's 162 games <laughs> in baseball. They lost, you know, the first couple games to a team that is, like you said, probably going to make the playoffs or at least projected to do so. It's not a Detroit Lions of baseball. It's the first two games of the year. I don't know why. <laughs> I think people like Big Cat. It's just like their bit. I think they just like going after teams. It's now spread. It's like trendy to go after teams that aren't tweeting out their losing scores. But, well, but why the of, why the Twins wouldn't do it though at the beginning of the year is beyond me because this is like for the Twins, this might be this might keyword might. I'm not trying to be negative. I'm just trying to consider everything. This might be the only time of the year where they actually get like really good social media traction. So it's like this is the best time to tweet for the Twins because everyone's kind of jumping back in, right? Mm-hmm. This is the time to throw out as much content as you can. You know, if I remember correctly, I don't think they ever have though. Are they I, think, I think that's just a thing. Like, oh. I don't think they've ever tweeted when they lost. Well, they're I'm getting shamed for it now. Yeah, well, yeah I guess it's, now it's, it's a thing. It's part of the standard it was, now. Like you were saying, Jack, it was funny because people were commenting on, like, Big Cat's tweet. They're like, you're going to curse us? We don't fucking <laughs> care. We got bigger things to worry we're about. We're already there, dude. We haven't yeah. won a playoff no. game since 2004. Yeah. yeah. That's cursed if I've ever heard it. Which is which I think we have the longest uh, losing streak, streak amongst all major teams and all major sports in terms of uh, yes. playoff losing streak. Now, to find the silver lining here, at least we don't have the worst curse. At least we don't have a championshipless curse. That mm-hmm. one's the worst curse you can have. You can't. We 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 will never have that curse because we do have two world championships. There's so not, there's not many places left though with that, right? Is it Atlanta? And they, Atlanta, they won, Atlanta won. Atlanta won last year. Oh my yeah, gosh! Yeah, yeah, yeah they, they broke and they won. Finally won a few years ago. I remember that was a huge deal in the cup. How many baseball teams? Cam, 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 Cam look, it up. look it up, Cam. Look, 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 look. Well, then look, the, look twin, the Twins okay. also got a few when they were the Senators, right? In Washington? Yes, they yes. did, I think, actually, yes. So there are actually more than I expected. So the Mariners are the only team to never make the World Series. Um, so they're, like, historically bad. But like I said, they're Cleveland? not bad this year. Um, but the other, these other teams, Cleveland has won. These other teams have made the World Series, but have never won it. So, like I said, the Mariners, the Padres, the Rockies, the Rangers, the Rays, and the Brewers. The, Rangers? the Rangers surprises it's almost me. Almost like well, the, the letter R. Yeah, the Rangers. <laughs> R's the there. Rangers were balls deep against the Cardinals multiple times. Yeah, right? and they oh. lost every time. Balls deep, man. <laughs> Well, I think it went to seven. So it could always be worse, gents. Just remember that. Yeah, it could always be Detroit. You know, especially as Vikings, as always Vikings fans, you could be Detroit or any fan. They got hard knocks though. No, oh jeez, yeah. well, Dan they, Campbell. Yeah, that's, that's gonna, gonna be great. Be awesome. if, if we were Detroit fans, we'd have a championship in our lifetime at the very least. Pistons, uh, Detroit Red Wings. True. And Detroit Red Wings, and I think the Tigers. Pistons well, were 03, 02, right? The Tigers, yeah. back, back in the uh, they were 06. Oh, Cliff Saunders, I think, won one. What was his name? Uh, Chauncey Billups. Chauncey Billups. Yes. Rasheed yeah. Wallace. Ben Wallace. Yeah. And then they had, uh, you know. Rip Hamilton. 
Do they have what was it, Miguel Ordonez? Yeah, and I haven't heard that name yeah. in a long time. They made it to a World Series they at did. least. Troy like, Hunter was on that team. Yeah, but they they lost. Detroit. But they would have had some success. Their football team just no. Detroit <laughs> also has Eminem and Big Sean, so they really are the winners at the end of the day. Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe you could if you had a scale. You know, maybe they would beat out Minnesota, but you know, we got Target, dude. Yeah, we <laughs> we have Target, man. <laughs> We have the State Fair, bitch. Yeah. You don't have one of those. Yeah. Michigan State Fair? I don't know if I'd want to go to that. That sounds awful. Just oh. Michigan State Fair. I'd only go to Texas, and that's it. Besides yeah. ours. Yeah. Isn't Iowa supposed Iowa's, to be amazing? Yeah, yeah. Pretty yeah. much anyone in the Midwest Iowa. has to at least have a decent State Fair, right? They're going to have no. some awesome fried food anywhere in the Midwest. Yes. <laughs> except except Wisconsin. Incest people everywhere. Oh, yeah. You're oh, right. oh, they, oh, shots, shots fired. I was shots. Hey, oh, wow. Hey, there's what, a war. Say your social media stuff right now. Yep. Oh. <laughs> oh. At Aaron Rodgers. Oh, there you go. Oh, okay, cool. Tweet him. Tweet him your negative Tweet hate. that. All right. Uh, let's move on. Wags, what do you got for your bit? I got the password bit, and this is when <laughs> your work makes you change your password like every two months. So like once you get like a year and a half in the job, you're using the most random passwords because all of your regular passwords are gonzo. So I'll give you an example. My last password, I was sitting there for like 20 minutes trying to come up with it and just scrolling on Twitter too, just wasting time. All of a sudden, a clown popped up. I'm like, screw it. And my, I made my password clowns, capital C, Y, you know, W-H-Y, and a question mark. And right. uh, boom. So <laughs> No one's guessing that I'm, shit. I'm like a year and a half into this now, and now I'm just grasping at straws for passwords. I'm not sure. Are you guys the same way? My my company is the same thing, and I just add a number every Me time. Me too. So oh, okay. 22, 23. But then once I hit like 30, I was like, this is like too much to remember. So I went back to one. So once I get reset from to 1 to 22, I'm in trouble because I'm going to have to come up with a whole new system <laughs> at that point. But we'll get there when we – we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. So it's like every 90 days for me, and I'm literally at – I add like a number to the beginning of it, I think is what I do. So I'm How like, long is it? What? It, is like it long? A, like like sequence, it's a long password? It, it's, it's, not, it's not super long, but I mean like I have to add a number to it or like there has to be new, numeric digits in it or whatever. And But I think I'm at like 12 right now. Since I started, okay, and, but then but then you have to have a damn password for the uh, the, the VM virtual machine I got to access. So oh, that's a different password, password for and that. that can't be the same as my main password. And that resets like every two months. Yeah, I get a less like less frequency than my main one. So I get so fucking confused. If sometimes. I only had two passwords, I would be in heaven. <laughs> I legitimately have I think twelve different yeah. things that well, I need. It's twenty twenty two. Why don't we just have fingerprint on everything? Mm-hmm. I know, yeah. right? I mean, or there's face ID. Yeah, it's I have some like yeah. Well, yeah, you That's have your bullshit. password to log to your normal general work login. Then for me, I use programs for my accounting software, right? Yeah. So I got to log into that, and yep. it can't be the same as you know. So it's by exactly. the time you're done, you have about ten passwords out there. So yeah, as far as ones that I got to come up with, it's like it's like two, but then there's other systems I got to log into. But fortunately, they have like a database where you can go in and like find securely. But then you got to have a password to get into that. So technically, <laughs> it's like three. Forget <laughs> so, that one, you're fucked. Yeah, yeah, you're just like literally fucked it's it's bad the, the thing that gets me is like normally when they make you reset the password it's in the morning right like no not for me yeah. i've been helping people before and then halfway through i'm trying to log into the same system i've logged into multiple times that day and it says oh reset your password i'm like really right now as i'm Fuck have someone on the do phone do this to me at the end of the day yeah like yeah. It, that's the worst computers suck man they also make our lives way better so we have technology no Jake, I, well, well, yeah it's well. I don't know why they just haven't like streamlined to like because I have to like sign in or authenticate myself through like my phone. I don't know why that can't just be the sole thing I identify with and don't have to uh, don't have to type in a password. You're identifying or, as a uh, phone. Identify as a phone officially. I, I love those websites that you select. Remember me 
or like uh, keep me logged in for 30 days and you log in the next day. It doesn't work. It's out. not logged in. <laughs> Dude, that pisses me off so much. And it's like, hey, we just sent a text message to your phone and there's no text. Well, on top of that, some of the shit I got to log into, like Salesforce, okay? <laughs> I have yeah, to sign in. Stuff. You have to sign in with your password that you can be the same as like your corporate login. But then you have to type in a fucking pin we, and you have to memorize. And then you got to go on your phone and then authenticate. Yeah. Just to get into my email, which I need to log into multiple times a day, you have to do the Microsoft Authenticator on your phone. Yep. I'm like, this is awful. There's it, just so many steps. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's just got to stop. It's, it's, it, I, don't, I don't care about cybersecurity at this point. I want just, my just damn take, passwords. Just take, just take everything. Just I just, take, I'm sick of typing it in. Just, <laughs> just give me no password at this point. I don't I got, care. I like my chances. I yes. got a notification the other day that one of my passwords was involved in like a big like hack Daily. or whatever. I'm like, I don't even care. I don't give no. a shit. <laughs> Until I see money or like people are tweeting shit from my account, I don't care. Yeah, mm-hmm. don't give a shit. All right, Jake, what do you got for a bit this week? Um, so I have the legendary bottle service bit aka you could call it vip in quotations so it's you can be a celebrity for a night as long as you pay for it as long as you pay for it right hashtag bottle service okay so like on friday night this past weekend we decided to get bottle service at a at a bar, cowboy jacks cowboy jacks Dude, I didn't know. I didn't know they actually had bottle service well, until yeah. a couple months was, ago. Was it expensive or is it actually? Well, no, it was. One it was of the actually cheap, not that. It was bad, one of the cheaper bad. places to do it when you split. But but still, it, it's still you still are dropping you know more than two hundred dollars. But when you split it between a few people, it's not that bad. But you get your own area. People come over with the sparklers. The the server shot lady brings it over, uh, pours you your initial drinks. And I know you can get you know more stuff like buckets of beer or champagne or whatever you you need. We didn't go that far, but I've been involved in that stuff, and it's 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 fun. But <laughs> it you do feel like you're a little bit of a of a, of a celebrity because you have your own area with couches. You don't have to worry about lines. You don't have to deal with assholes. You 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 kind of it's a flex, okay? If you're sitting there, it doesn't we're, look. Look at us; we're just a bunch of morons. We just went to a Twins game, and we have our own area in Cowboy Jacks. I was gonna say we ordered this probably after we've been drinking for twelve hours straight. Yes, like we had been out drinking since probably like yeah, eleven a.m. noon, yeah. and this was about midnight. it was opening day. We had to celebrate and exactly. We want we're like fuck it, bottle service. I know, and we're like. Damn it. We're See, at Cowboy Jacks. Who cares? And it's a flex. Jake, you, you know what? You're saying that bottle service can make you f- like feel like a celebrity for a night. But don't you feel like a celebrity all the time, at least a local one? People are stopping you in the bathroom at Wild Games to take videos with you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I'm talking about like full-scale, like... Ballers. Baller celebrity. Okay. Like not, national. Not, not like I impersonate Kirk Cousins. <laughs> <laughs> not the, imp- I impersonate, the Kirk Cousins impersonator celebrity. The the I am an I am a fucking baller celebrity that like owns like five real estate companies and I'm I'm just chilling out partying right now. You're the or person I'm an who buys the cabana for everyone to have fun, it, right? Exactly. Yeah. I'm you're, that kind of dude. You're just like I already made the money back for what I paid for this in five seconds. Yes. Mm-hmm. My, hashtag passive income. My dad paid for this, but I got <laughs> a loan, so my daddy uh, gave me this. Therefore, I am a celebrity. So my my theory on the bottle servicing, I was there as well. Uh, my my theory on, my theory on the bottle service thing it aligns with my theory on why we went to eat a Capitol Grill in Vegas, 
Like, obviously, there's no amount of food that's worth over $100 in value. There's no bottle of alcohol you could buy that's worth 300 bucks. like, even with all the mixes, the ice, the cups, the theatrics. Of course, it was not value-wise worth the money we paid for it, but it's the experience. It's, it's, the experience. it's like... It's the social aspect. It's the, it's the exclusivity. You get your own area. It's, like, people coming and serving you. It's you being able to mix your own drinks as stiff or as light as you it's want. It's them making a big deal out of yes. it as they walk yes. in. It's fucking fun. And I've, I've sat and watched people do bottle service. Hundreds of times, I've always been like, "Damn, I want to do that sometime." We went to Vegas, saw people doing bottle service every every ten feet you walked, and I was mm-hmm. like, "I'm glad we finally pulled the trigger because I was like, you know what? Fuck it, I just want to feel like a rock star." Well, yeah, and I, it, 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 like the Capitol Grill, like I said, it felt exactly. great. It, I everyone was like, "Would you do that again?" I'm like, hundred yes, percent." We're at the right people. Yeah. Were, were you happy that you did it here instead of Vegas, though? Because it was yeah. probably significantly Oh, yeah, cheaper. yeah. Like, like <laughs> well, Jake said, I mean, it was, what, it was like 300 It was like 300, you know, between five, six people, so not, not that Very bad. Very bottle, The bottle actually lasted. When you're each person bit. paid 300? Or? No. no, 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 no. Okay. I mean, the bottle. Dude, when you're already in downtown Minneapolis, but you're going to spend a lot get, on drinks anyways. You get a dozen people out there. And you pay for two bottles, which will be more than enough. It's like seven, six or seven hundred, and you're paying well under a hundred bucks. And you're not drinking like rail drinks in those tiny Dixie cups. No, that's oh, mo- it's mostly Sprite. I mean, you can you can make a fifty fifty if you want. You you are the bartender in the bar. It's you pretty, you are the celebrity. You, you are living like a millionaire. You dictate your own future, to, even your own destiny. So <laughs> your own density. If you want to I black mean, out? You could do it in ten seconds, like Jake did when yes. they dumped it down his throat. Oh yeah, that, that was that was also bottle service that I was kind of involved in. That back was an in that, aggressive so. amount of vodka. So yes, I wasn't there. So do they give you like other shit to mix it with? Is yeah, that you, included? Yeah, you can. Yeah, it's included. You can choose you, from you whatever. Can choose whatever you want. We did like lemonade, cranberry, and sprite. What I was think. your bottle? Oh, uh, we did Tito's, Tito's. vodka. Yeah, okay. not bad. Not Dude, bad. You know what? You know, potato vodka. You know what yeah. I did was yep. I mixed Healthy. probably too much vodka <laughs> in the glass, but then you dump in a bunch of lemonade and you top it off with uh, the cranberry oh, juice. Yes. That was that was vodka lemonade cran. You you literally told me that you're like, bro, it's like Bomba juice. Do it, and I, it was dangerous. <laughs> Sounds that better than Bomba juice. Uh, that Bomba juice that we had at the Twins. Oh game, my though. god! Speaking of, it was the best. Twenty-two dollars I've ever spent. Honorary mention bit to go off Jake's bit. Uh, the guy who took a photo of me. When I was ordering yeah. the Bomba Juice at the bar, and I had no idea. I'm mad because there wasn't a hashtag Du Bois. Yeah, Du Bois. Yeah, you need to see that. Random it was hashtag 10K Boss and Chad Greenway serving them. So I, I was on <laughs> no, he, he said, well, see, What he said was uh, with, with Greener serving them, and I was like, that's not fucking, uh, that's not Jordan Greenway. I was like, <laughs> so, so confused. It wasn't both ways. So I wasn't over there. I was with our, I was I was at the game with our, our, our fantastic blogger, Sam Ploha, Sam P., and he showed me the picture, and before I saw it, he's like, I'm like, oh, shit. And some, I'm like, who took that picture of them? Oh, some random person. I'm like, that's hilarious. And it said Greenway. I'm like, wait, is Jordan Greenway over there? I'm well, like, he, oh. he said Greenway. It's, he didn't even say Greenway, Exa- right? Exactly. Yeah, okay. So, but, but I, for whatever reason, what first came to my head, even though it's at the Great Duck Vodka Bar, and Chad Greenway is a partner with them, for whatever reason, what the first player that came to my head was Jordan Greenway. I'm like, Jordan Greenway's over there? Ten years but, ago, oh, it would have been Chad, for sure. Yes. Right? But then I'm like, oh, Chad Greenway, it makes sense. It was just super weird, because it was me and Jack in the picture, and like we had no idea, and then we were scrolling through Twitter, and like, what the fuck? Oh, like, there we like, are. It's yeah. always fun, where you just, you're just looking on social media, well, and someone's zooming in on you from a distance. And like, 
we take pictures with people all the time in public. It's great. This is the first time someone's ever taken a photo with me with, without my knowledge. Well, no, so. remember the wild game? Me, you, nope. Jake, and Marlo, and oh, then the other, okay. the other that, one, you and Jake. That was yeah. the first time was someone just – well, there's actually been two times where people just like – I remember one time someone was across the Literally stadium across. and zoomed in all the way. Yes. And you can see us sitting <laughs> there. <laughs> but then the the next time was after the Flurry's first game when we were when we were – when I was – Doing the Titanic, I had the phone up to my ear, mm-hmm. and like someone was like four rows in front of me and took a photo. They just turn around. They snap. <laughs> it's yeah. like I'm one of these days. I'm gonna catch. I'm gonna catch someone. Gonna I'm not turn gonna, around. I'm not gonna care. I, just next time, I'm gonna pose for it. So yeah. I don't and here's the thing. Look like at, an idiot. At, hey man, give me your phone. At our level, it's like, uh, and this sounds kind of cocky, but like you kind of know when people are like, oh hey, those are the ten kick because they kind of point. They, they, they all start looking Which at you fine. and stuff like that. No, it's it's. At, and at this point, I, it's pretty easy to catch on to, but I, I did not see that person at no. all. Like, mm. That's where it's crazy. <laughs> Credit to the guy at Target Field and the second guy, actually the two people at the Wild Game as well. Everyone's been doing a pretty good job of being incognito. So there might be some job openings for paparazzi uh, that, you, that you might be interested in because yeah. you all have talent. The incognito True. bit, it's a, it's a great bit. Maybe you will uh, catch us at bottle service at a local bar near you at some point. Yep. I will say um, the place to go to I, we it, next time we do it, because we're probably going to do it, is the Poor House in downtown Minneapolis when some shitty cover band is playing there. You really, uh, you really like them. I know you and the lead singer have had a few experiences. So. Yes, yes, we have, actually. Yeah, after, after some shows. Yes. <laughs> okay, great. Yeah. No, no, nothing too crazy. No, 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 no. Just uh, some drunken conversations. And uh, yeah. And these one... are back. Like I know before we'd be back in our band days and you're in the same band. You'd be like, yeah, yeah. talk to talk to that city cover band. Fuck yeah, man. No, like at one point, like they were kicking all the people out. Me and like my our, our, our buddy Aiden were talking to him. It was like like two thirty in the morning. They're like trying to kick everybody out. They came up to me and my buddy Aiden like you got to go. And the singer's like, no, 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 they're with me. And, but this guy was plastered. We were pretty drunk, but this is a guy like he'll down fucking 10 shots on stage and he'll be trying to talk to the crowd and his, you can't understand what he's saying. The lead singer. Yeah. And yeah. then he goes into fucking in too deep by some 41, like he's the most sober guy on the planet and he plays it to like perf- to perfection. I see. I think the key there is you got to practice drunk. So you play yes. great drunk. Exactly. Yes. Oh, it's like John Daly, man. He said he played his best golf and he was like blacked out. <laughs> and, uh, and what I was going to say about that too is uh, Tommy Lee was famous for needing to get literally carried off of his drum set, but he'd mm-hmm. play a hell of a show. He was that fucked up though that like he like two people would come out, two <laughs> stagehands would would literally lift him off his drum set because he couldn't use his own legs. Mm-hmm. Hey, so, there's, there's a there's, I, I, I don't doubt it. There's a tip or, or, or a secret or a strategy for everybody who plays anything. You know, there's a lid for every pot. Right, exactly. Like to say, yeah, hundred percent. All right. Um, kind of speaking of sports and whatnot, my bit of the week is I'm sore from doing nothing. I've been watching sports all weekend, just kind of giving you the recap. Uh, Thursday was the Masters. Friday, we went to the Twins game. Uh, yeah, did bottle service. Saturday, watched the Masters all the way into, uh, what was it, the MMA fights. And then we had uh, F1 at night. And then yesterday was Masters, Twins game, wild game. And then I think it ended at that point. But basically, I've been, weekend. Yeah. <laughs> I've been doing nothing but watching sports, which is fine. The funny thing about it, though, where the bit comes from is I'm sore from like sitting. <laughs> like I literally like last night I was laying in bed and like everything hurt and I was really tired. And I'm like, this is this is pretty sad because like when I'm sore from like running or doing like exercise, I'm like, whatever, you know, like I don't get out very often, but I know it's good for me. 
I'm genuinely, I'm not sore anymore. Well, today my back hurt a little bit while I was working, but I'm legitimately sore from just not moving my body. When you uh, laid in bed last night, did you just make the generic old man sounds? Yeah, it was. was And you get up. And for a second, I like forgot what I did all weekend. And I assumed like I was like playing, like back when we used to play hockey, I used to be so sore after like I assumed I was playing hockey or I was golfing and walking. And then I remembered that I sat there in front of the TV and did not move for like two and a half days straight. I was basically Jabba the Hutt uh, (laughs) upstairs in the, uh, or down here in the recliner chair in front of the projector. So, That's not very nice. Yeah, we used to call we used to call, used to call Bubba that. Yeah. <laughs> but but, it, but he, 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 he would deserve it. He would hundred percent. He would do what it. I did yesterday. So that, I'm calling it to myself. Bubba. No, Listen no. Up. It's, it's true though. But no, Jabba the Hutt doesn't move in the entire episode six of Star Wars, other than when he uh, literally when he, dies when he gets on <laughs> when he gets onto the flyer thing. But, Somehow, but someone probably like carried him. Or yes. they probably had forklift to, pulled in a forklift, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I mean. People can relate. I know, like, after... Uh, they use the force. That's what I'm thinking. I thought you were waving. Yeah, no, yeah, I was... I was I don't know. Say, who's behind no. me? Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, no, I'm just... I'm sore as fuck from just watching sports, which, you know what, I'm fine with. The Masters was great, as always. Uh, the, the Wild won yesterday. The Twins won yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, Wolves lost. F1, my... Wolves did lose. Wolves did lose. RIP, and, and Bever- uh, Beverly got ejected from the game, or was it Malik Beasley, one of the two? I didn't watch the game, but didn't they sit there, like, two... Be- didn't they sit Cat and D'Lo? Yeah, but someone got like ejected last night. I saw Jake. Lehman it's not going to affect their, their Jake play Lehman in, did score in tournament. Luckily, yeah. But yeah, it's like it's like I can't remember. I got a notification that this. I think it was Malik Beasley got ejected from the last regular season game, and I'm like, that's not a good start to the. Uh... Hell yeah! Also, the Timberwolves scored on themselves last mm-hmm. night as well. So yeah, don't Lehman. let Jake Lehman play tomorrow, please. <laughs> yeah, don't let that man anywhere near a basketball. Well, I was about to say, Cam, Jake Lehman sucks. I'll agree. Okay. Oh. See, Jake Lehman is the best player in the NBA. <laughs> University of Maryland. No, I know. Oh, oh Stefan yeah. Diggs. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, Stefan Diggs. Oh. He's back in Buffalo. Yeah, Stefan Diggs. No, oh, he's going to get traded. Oh. He's going to get traded. But, yeah. Well, it, it, maybe it's kind of a good sign. It means we're back into kind of normalcy, um, you know, of, of sports nirvana mm-hmm. here. You know? Yeah. Well, we're going to have, uh, what, like three going here. We have three going right now. It's crazy, yeah. yeah the Timberwolves. Nice baseball came back. The yeah. Timberwolves. Yeah. The Timberwolves. Yeah, with with the Twins now involved, and like on top of the Masters, and then the Wild. It was a huge but sports day on you Sunday. Hit, you hit July though, and all of a sudden it's just one sport. Yeah, yeah. it gets pretty slow. No, no, pretty quick. Minnesota United. I'm sorry. I'm. We so also sorry. have golf year round. By the way, mm-hmm. every every weekend I bet on golf. I like sit there and wonder why I don't do it more often because it's so much fun. See, like playing yeah. is more fun than betting because betting's such a shit show. I feel like. And golf, it's. I mean, like, I guess it is, you always bet. It is, but when you guess right, you cash big. I suppose, but when you're doing like weekly, if you're betting weekly in golf and you have all these no name tournaments, like, that's when it gets kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah. No, like, uh, yeah, you have to have money on the line. Like, I did fantasy golf. That's not enough skin in the game because, like, you pay once and then you're good for the year. Like, I need to pay every week so that I can feel that thrill of, like, okay. the adrenaline rush. The, yes. the dopamine and serotonin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't sound like an addiction at all. Also, I'm I'm an F1 fan or something now. Yeah. Um, I what? I just I picked a random team. I asked Donnie, who's a good team, but like not the best team, because that's where all my teams lie. Like the Colts, the Wild. Like you know, we're always like we're always up there, but we're never really the best. And uh, he pointed me to McLaren, Team McLaren. So that, that's been, where my allegiance lies now. I don't really know about F1, but I think McLaren's like killing it so far. Uh, they are not in first. I oh. think they're in like 
I don't know. They took sixth and seventh on on Saturday, and I was like, "That's perfect," because that's like what the Wild would. Well, finish. and also most Americans mm-hmm. apparently, you know, what by the Netflix series. Apparently, there's a big F1 Netflix series going on, and like as soon as Jack like announced that he his his uh, his allegiance for F1 racing, so many people started McLaren. commenting. Did you see the documentary? It's the worst team to cheer for. And T. McLaren has come out before and said. That documentary made us look like assholes. That's yeah. not who we are, which, you know, it happens frequently in sports documentaries. What is, like, happening, though? I never really heard of people watching F1 until this year. Is it because of that documentary? Like, I heard it at work today. Like, I've heard it yeah. everywhere. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's just becoming more po- It's It is, like, the most richest sport in the world. Like, mm-hmm. people don't realize, like, these cars are, they put $10 million into them, and then they just destroy them that way. Yeah. Like, another $10 million to fix it. Well, also, we had this kid who kind of, uh, in our house, who fancies himself a little bit of a, I'm, what would you call him? He like stuff around the world he's a worldly young man and that's probably why he likes f1 he likes all the so- he likes yes. the european soccer stuff he likes a lot of non-united it, states sports it's a very you know non-traditional sport it's yeah. a very worldly very sport cultural. that might actually very cultural sport yes cultural and an art and business <laughs> i don't know just just a guy who words. Owns a, he owns words. a passport oh, yes that's awesome passport Culture. no but i i have seen like a little bit of like I watched a little bit of it highlights. It's pretty in- intense, but it's definitely different and something you've got to, you know, probably watch a few times to get into it. Cause it is, you know, different from the traditional sports. What is cool about F1 though, from what I've, you know, seen with it is that they literally like set up like race courses, like through the city. Like they're going to have one in Las Vegas. That's literally part of the track is going to, going to go the down strip. the strip. Yeah. We, it's co- unreal. we might have to cover that. That'd be like a blast. It's going to be, be insane. Chaotic down there. Like they have to shut it down. It's going to be so mm-hmm. expensive to even stay down there that we mm-hmm. can. Oh yeah. Nuts. Cause you can watch some of it from your hotel, not a if hotel. You, not if you book the D right now. Yeah. Oh, Do it right shout now. Shout out to the D mm-hmm. for always having our backs. The D. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The downtown. Yes, yeah. of course. That's what yeah. it stands for. But yeah, sports. They're back. Let's go. Sports. Let's talk to Nordo about sports. Speaking of sports. Let's get into sports right now with Nordo after a quick break. Hey, guys. Kirk Cousins here at opening day here on Minnesota Twins uh, season opener. It's a good day here. I got my peanuts. It's good. It's a good time. If I have my peanuts, it's a good time. Uh, you know, if I didn't make it in the NFL as a quarterback or didn't make it as a musician, as a singer, I, uh, I probably would be a baseball player. I'd probably play shortstop or a pitcher because, you know, I, th- I do throw dimes. So, uh, but here at Target Field, it's beautiful. It's a good time. And uh, Skull Twins, God bless. Kirk Cousins. All right, everybody. Welcome back to It's a Bit. Special guest, reoccurring guest on the show. We got Eric Nordquist, producer of 9 to Noon at KFAN. He does all sorts of other stuff with KFAN, including covering the draft. But, Nordo, it's great to have you back. How are you doing great tonight? Great to be with you guys. Oh, I'm fantastic. How are you guys? We're fantastic. And, and, and I want to cover this. I know we talked before we started recording, but we, we were just talking about what everyone was drinking, and you had quite a concoction on your end. Let everyone know what you got in that coffee yes. mug. Okay, so here's what happened, and uh, if you follow either Meat Sauce or myself on Twitter, uh, you know that we just finished up a master's weekend up north at at his cabin in Mille Lacs, and uh, so I do not smoke cigarettes, and I would suggest others maybe choose not to do so as well. Let's not get in trouble. Uh, I did uh, did have a couple over the weekend, and so as you can hear, my voice is is not, uh, not normal, so... Uh, Woodford Reserve, peach tea, and uh, some honey. So we're we're gonna kickstart. Uh, this is the the uh, defibrillator of uh, of voices before I head to the X tomorrow for a Vox in the Box show, 
And so it's bourbon and tea. What are you guys drinking? This is some old Natty Lights, man. Yeah. yeah. They went back to their old school logo. And, uh, you know, we kind of feeling a little retro drinking these. It looks like straight out of something you'd see in like a hole in the wall bar in Chicago in like the 70s. Exactly. <laughs> it's something you, yeah. It's interesting you guys say that because when I was in college, uh, we would drink Natty Lights. Uh, Bush Light has been a staple. Had many of those this weekend, as a matter of fact. But stuff like hams has made a comeback. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When I was in college. That was old. Uh, PBR was just kind of on the cusp of making a comeback. Uh, but some of those beers, it's interesting. It's like, yeah, I don't want to drink what my dad drank. I want to drink something fresh. So when I was in college in the uh, mid-2000s, it was uh, Rolling Rock. Rolling oh, yeah. Rock was the hot beer that every college kid drank. And if you were trying, like you had the choice right now, not maybe now, but maybe let's say four years ago, you had the choice between a loaf of bread and groceries or a 12-pack of beer. You'd choose the beer every time. Of course. But right. given financial constraints, uh, you might choose Natty Light. So I appreciate what you guys are drinking. I've had many cases of those. Uh, but when I asked you when I first logged on to the Zoom call, I'm like, what the hell is that can? It looks like a Modelo. It's a little blurry from here. Uh, but Natty Lights, God bless you guys. I love it. It's great stuff, and it's cheap. You know, it's it's the bang for your buck. We also had a we had a few McGoldens left, but mm-hmm. those were tapped. Uh, Natty Light was the next best thing, but yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, we don't like to be those guys. Uh, what's on tap tonight? What, what are we drinking? No, but, yeah, that's not the intent boys? of this. But, it was it was more or less of just I wanted the people to hear what you had. Does that actually help with your cigarette throat? Because I've, I've, I've been that, there before. The honey and the booze, though. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I I have no idea actually if it's going to help at all. But it sounded really good. And it tastes really good, so here we are. It's going to help something at least with the you know, bourbon, bourbon and tea. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, gosh. oh, 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 there's no. some coughs. Oh, no. I think the it, lungs might need something no, else. So you might need clear- like a nebulizer. No, okay. It's clearing okay. them out. It's clearing out the airwaves. It's actually there doing we go. something well. It's loosening everything up. We got to think positive here. So I'm guessing these cigarettes you decided to smoke was one of those. Uh, oh, I've just had a shit ton of beers. Like a cigarette sounds like a good idea. Kind of cigarette. No, that was a correct, yeah, that's yeah. a correct assumption. So up on Mille Lacs, on the east side, it's Wacon, and there's a bar called Mugs. And if you hang out, you play enough tabs, and you have enough mugs of beer, uh, you may step outside to catch some fresh air, and there may be somebody offering the complete antithesis of said fresh air. <laughs> and uh, and maybe uh, maybe I, uh, I splurged a little bit. I, I am an adult man-child. And uh, when I have nearly 72 hours away from my super organized and amazing wife and my two, uh, let's just say, needy children, of course, they're six. What, what else can you expect? Uh, I may uh, I may just completely revert to immaturity and stupidity. And so I had a few cigarettes. So here we are. I feel like when you smell it, though, and you're that drunk, it's just like, I need to have one. It's calling yeah. to you. Yeah. You it's- can't help it. Just nic- no. nicotine and alcohol just goes well together, no matter what it is. There's some, I, I used to be the person forever where I wouldn't even smoke a cigarette when I get drunk, but it's starting to happen the last year or two. <laughs> like, you say yes once, okay? I know. Well, last year at 4th of July, like out beached up on the boat. It was a beautiful day. You're listening to music, had one too many beers, maybe some tequila. You're on the lake. Some guy offered me some, which is funny. It's like a bunch of people our age, and there was just some guy's dad out there with the beer gut, and he's like, you want a cigarette? I'm like, fuck yeah. Like, this guy was like 50. Someone's got to influence the young ones to do it. You got to do it, man. It was, it was, it was awesome, though. It, it, it hit something, man. 
there are moments like that where a cigarette is like a winning lottery ticket and you just, you, you will do whatever it takes for it. And yeah. I did it this weekend. So here we are trying to get back in business. Right. Right. Well, at least you're honest about it. Some people would just be like, Oh, I, I have a cold. I kind of cold, but you're just like, yeah, I ripped some darts this weekend. Okay. I've done nothing no. to hide. No, darts are sweet. They, you know, obviously they're unhealthy. Everybody, they got all this carcinogen. Yeah. We're not encouraging anything on this show. There were lies, you know, the, the, the big, you know, Joe camel commercials. I mean, they should all be demonized, uh, but you're all happy to tax the the, the hell out of them whenever you can to, to pay for playgrounds. So maybe that's the, <laughs> the give and take. Uh, so, but I had a few of them. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Stardo, how's, uh, how's radio life and treating you recently? Have you guys gotten any hate mail? Uh, we kind of love those stories. We get a lot here. Hate, hate mail on what? Any, uh, any, in general, in general, general yeah. uh, on your opinions. I remember the last time I was talking with you, it, we were talking about this conver- We were talking about this where, you know, oh, yeah. just the, just the generalness of people, dumb, dumbasses emailing in or i think that one point the last time you told me we were talking about this like you were someone like threatened your life or something like that or you've gotten that yeah. before well it's just it's not threatening lives it's just that they want you to to have extreme pain <laughs> uh they want you to to experience severe illness uh they want you to have extreme financial difficulties uh, they want you to be unemployed uh absolutely so you know and and Given the fact, whether it's uh, it's the 10K guys or it's here at the fan, you know, we have to realize that we're talking about super life and death issues on a daily basis, which is Mm -hmm. stuff like whether they should go corner or wide receiver at 12. (laughs) And when you have the wrong opinion, fuck you, uh, somebody's going to want you to die. And that seems like the super reasonable and (laughs) rational reaction uh, to a sports take. So absolutely uh, nothing, uh, you know, now that. Now, you know, COVID isn't necessarily over. We see uh, like Shanghai, there are like 30 million people locked in their freaking houses right now. Uh, So COVID's not dead per se, but things have kind of loosened up around here. It feels like there's also a a springtime loosening up of overall vitriol. And so uh, I haven't experienced any uh, super negative emails recently, but I'm always welcome to them. That's fine. (laughs) It's okay. Yeah. What you think? Do you have any? Somebody's. If somebody's listening to your show or they're listening to my show and they're mad, but they keep listening, then we, we just, we, we love them regardless. That's how it is. Just God bless you. I don't understand why, but here we are and keep listening. It's okay. I think the worst comment we've ever gotten was, does anyone want to see these guys die in a hydrochloric acid fire? It I was, was like, man, I don't think I've ever, I hope I've never done anything to this person where I deserve to die in a fire, but I found it weirdly hilarious though. <laughs> yeah. It was kind of like, like wow, the, that's oddly specific. Someone made that up. I'm like, oh, wow. Maybe we're getting somewhere now because we're getting these kind of crazy threats. I guess I'm not, I'm no, uh, I'm no chemist. I got a C <laughs> in my high school chemistry class did not uh, pursue chemistry as a major in college. Um, hydrochloric acid, that's like a slow burn. I mean, yeah. sulfuric acid feels like instant pain, but hydrochloric acid, that kind of takes a while. It's yeah. kind of mean. Yeah, he wanted us to suffer. Mean. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, that... you got, you, hey, you got 12 hours <laughs> to die? Jeez. I mean, we'll see, we'll see if, if the Wild get eliminated from the playoffs, hope they don't, then you I might just be open to that invite yeah. at that point. Yeah. At this point. 
I mean, so, that's how you guys know to, that you've made it, though. Didn't you guys? You guys got banned from Twitter for a little bit, too. Yep. Yeah, there was all over the place. There was, I think, a three month hiatus from Twitter. Thanks to Celine Dion. So we, we got bigger fish to fry than than uh, chat people. Forum people, but forum people. Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, let's go. Let's go on to another topic here. Uh, all right. You know, we're sitting in this island of well, this is also a sad topic. We're we're sitting in this island of, of sports or of, of uh, states that don't have legal sports gambling. Uh, now that we yeah. have people all mm-hmm. around us legalizing it. What's it going to take? I guess. Have you been kind of tracking where we're at? I know there was some hope. I know Wisconsin just le- recently legalized it. So the pressure's on. The, uh, they're, well, yeah. they're literally advertising it now. Yeah. The book at Turtle Lake Casino. And I'm like depressed. Yeah, so where where are we at with uh, in Minnesota, in your opinion, with with legalizing sports gambling? Well, I don't recall exactly. So there was a bill that was in play, and I don't know. I guess not knowing the entire legislative process makes me sound ignorant in this regard. But I know that you'll have a House bill and a Senate bill. They got to come together. They go through about seven or eight committees, let's say, and then ultimately it's voted on. And it sounds like the evolution of sports betting in Minnesota is really surrounded. Um, maybe only the tribes, if anybody uh, in Minnesota will have a brick and mortar opportunity, uh, but then everyone else is going to have a mobile option. And so I know that it, it sounds, I mean, basically it's just, when will the spigot get turned on? I mean, that's, re- that's really what it comes down to. Um, and everybody politically was super optimistic about it being done this session, but now uh, was it a week or so ago? I saw some some articles coming out that it was either denied in a committee or voted down in a situation. So something still needs to be changed. Uh, we we just got to keep waiting. And as you guys mentioned, you know, on the fan, uh, we have uh, we have casinos in Wisconsin, and as of now, I don't think Diamond Joe is is openly advertising. Although I think they've done some ads in the past. Um, everyone's booming around us. You know, you can drive an, an hour to your east, you can drive an hour and a half to your west, an hour and a half to the south, and you're in a sports book. And so, you know, the state, uh, the unique challenges here, I think in Minnesota, more so than many other areas, is really uh, creating that connection with uh, the Metawakan and Sioux, uh, which would be the, the folks that run the, uh, the Mystic Lake area. And, and, and the tribes of Minnesota, I think it's MIGA, uh, Minnesota Indi- Indian Gaming Association, uh, they, uh, they, I, I don't know if it's just that, Hey, we, we love holding this, this, you know, uh, cliched poker chip, uh, or, or what the situation is, but they want to make sure that, uh, whatever legal gambling takes place, that they get their fair share from their standpoint. And so it's just going to be until, until they literally turn that spigot on, uh, even, even the, the politicos and, and those that, that are voting on this stuff just have to wait. And uh, and so I am not optimistic at this particular point that uh, by football season this fall that we're going to be voting, uh, but it's, eventually it's going to happen. And in most things in Minnesota at age 37, I can tell you, I feel like if, if we just did like a ranking of states, like when everything happens, where are we? We're usually like the 45th state uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. to do any of this stuff, mm-hmm. you know, whether it, whether it's sports gambling, eventually you know, not that you guys would ever partake in this, and certainly me. I, I've never even touched it, uh, like marijuana. Oh, <laughs> never. The state dare, off. Yeah, no. I think the Minnesota weed. is the only state left that still has like three two laws on the book, right? So they are it's very ridiculous. behind on everything. 
could you uh, could you imagine a world where people were able to actually decide a to make a couple of dollars on a sports bet and B maybe walk on over to a dispensary and grab a couple of gummy bears and disappear for six hours. I mean, this is, it's just, that's, that's an alternate, uh, alternate universe that Minnesota is not ready for. If you had to guess what would happen first, recreational marijuana or sports gambling here in Minnesota. Be gambling. I think gambling has more steam, um, you know, in our state, it's every, every well, everything in our universe and in our world is political, but I would say, uh, there's more steam behind gambling. And I would also say there's a moral element politically behind recreational marijuana mm-hmm. uh, that there, there will be people that need to get over that. So I would say gambling first and then uh, and then recreational marijuana. And then uh, I don't know. I mean, five years from now, we're all in rehab programs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Or I'm just chopped in a sports book every single day. Just glued to a <laughs> chair. Amazing, right? But if, if, if I want to move whatsoever. If I want to do that, that should be my choice. Honestly, like that'd be that sounds like a day. Yeah, it sounds like a weekend. Yeah. Uh, it, sounds awesome. If if, if I want to spend half of my paycheck, if not all of it, in one weekend, getting blazed, your God given right to do so. It's my God given yeah. right to do so. This is America. Damn it! This I'm sorry. I thought this is America. I just there is a yeah. certain large city in the south uh, southwestern United States in which you actually can do both. Mm-hmm. And that place is really fun. I, I saw you guys there. You guys were at Circa, right? Yeah, we oh, barely yeah. came back alive, but we did. So, God, I'm jealous. I, I haven't seen that place yet. It looks amazing. Yep. Uh, you guys met uh, this super controversial figure, Annie uh, Annie Agar. Or Agar yep. Or I don't know how you pronounce it. Yep. The uh, the, and, uh, the the ultimate bonk. Yes. For oh, all the God. for all the males who commented under our post with her. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, she was she was a good time. But yeah, yeah. no, you, you definitely if you if you go to Vegas, Neural, you got to check out Circa. Just Circa Swim, the, the sports book. It's, it's it's straight out of heaven. You'll yeah. get you'll get right. lost in there. All right. It's so unreal. here's my question to you guys. So I've been to Vegas many, 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 many times. And it's the constant discussion I have in debate, strip or downtown. So when I'm staying in Vegas, I love the strip. You know, there's usually nicer accommodations and all of that. But when I want to gamble and I want to drink all day, I will go downtown because it's weird as hell. Yeah. Because <laughs> you could see weird stuff at noon that you got to wait until the sun goes down on the strip to see. And uh, that's what I like. I like weirdness. Uh, I like fringe type of stuff happening. And uh, I just love downtown from a partying aspect more so than just pretending I'm something I'm not on the strip. Does that make any sense? Yeah, I mean, we're absolute Fremont stands over here. Mm-hmm. We're degenerates, yes. <laughs> well, I think I think Fremont is like the the sports betting capital now of like, you know, at least up where as far as Vegas goes, being that we well, that go, game has changed, it sounds like based yeah. on Circa. Circa with, with Circa's Circa, leading the way with Circa there now. Like literally, that makes it the the area you want to drink and sports gamble. I think if you're going to go down to the strip and you just want to not focus on gambling and you want to just uh, I don't know go clubbing and <laughs> get yeah. fucked up that way. Wouldn't you call Fremont like a like a cheaper version of the strip? Well, it's, I, it's I feel, older. I feel yeah, like real real Vegas people like who have been there a lot 
have the same take as you, Nordo, the yeah. same take as us. I feel like it's all the newbies that hoard the strip because mm-hmm. there's all the attractions. Bellagio. The Bellagio Fountain, Caesar's Palace, like whatever. But like once you've seen that shit once, it's like, all right, I don't ever need to see that again. Like I, I if I end up over there, I'll appreciate it. Nothing but, special. But know. yeah, no, I mean I after this this year, Fremont Fremont guys all the way. No, it's it's salt of the earth people. It's real people that are going to Vegas. It's the cousin Eddies of the world. I uh-huh. get it. There's yep. some weirdness and all of that. But the strip, like, I will never wear a, a suit to a bar or a club in any other aspect of my life. Why do I need to do that in Vegas? Why do I need to mm-hmm. create an alter ego? I want to wear cargo shorts and a 10-year-old, uh, you know, awful ripped t-shirt that has some stupid ass saying on it that only me and 10 other people will understand. <laughs> yep. And I want to drink uh, $5 uh, Bud Light pounders at 9am while I'm playing a $5 craps table uh, table. And there's a naked gal outside. <laughs> yeah. the street. Tweaking. That's awesome. Yeah. That's freaking fantastic. That's Vegas. That, that Vegas, right there, what you described as Vegas, everything else is 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 the surface it's it's just what you see from the outside but if you're a real vegas person you know exactly what we're talking about because this is it baby whether you like it or not we we've heard uh, and and it's in vegas we've heard from people like you can be who you want to be in you vegas. be whoever you want to be which also includes yourself so and i like being myself yeah, yeah. Works, you yeah. Know, i'm not the best i'm not the worst human that's ever walked the earth um and i'm happy doing that uh, next to a guy that's huffing gold paint outside of Vegas, <laughs> and you can partake in that activity if you yeah. want to. Yeah, but yeah. you also that's don't. That's what have you're into. To. We're not going to pass any judgment. But yeah, but again, it's a choice. Again, it's a choice. Yeah, it's it's a total choice. Well, I mean, speaking of of craziness, um, we've heard through the grapevine, Nordo, um, that you are a first ballot Hall of Famer for road rage. What's what's that all about? So who to told comment? you guys about that? I I just I've just seen it. I have sources. I've got sources. I've got okay. sources. I, it's, so, there's deep background, so I can't I can't disclose. It's deep it. undercover. Yes. No, that's fine. I I will say this. Uh, I do not have you know. Let's and there are many. I guess road rage. It's a spectrum. Okay. So on one on one side we got uh, will push a car off the road, grab a tire iron and end up in some sort of crime report. So that's the other spectrum. Then there's the other end, which is they're just happy to be out on the road and get home alive. So I would say that I'm somewhere not in the middle. I'm I'm closer. I'm closer to tire iron. There's no doubt about that. Um, Here's what I'll say. I, uh, I have uh, been frustrated with other individuals on the road. I will not cut someone off. I will not, uh, um, you know, jerk my car around at somebody. I don't do that sort of thing. And I definitely don't flip people off. Um, I happen to drive faster than other people on the road. And there is, uh, there's a frustration in my head where I know people are texting. I know people are playing around. Hey, they just got a car with heated seats. Well, we're all freaking happy for you. Stop playing with the buttons. Uh, you know, stop uh, you know, whistling Daisy, uh, there's a rear view mirror right here where you can see that other cars are in front of you. And, uh, and I have certainly gotten annoyed, uh, with people that make poor decisions. People will pull out in front of vehicles. They'll never know that they nearly caused the death of multiple people. And they are just out there on the road. Uh, just again, 
happy to be out there with no self-awareness and no respect for other people that are on the road. So um, I, uh, I wouldn't consider myself to be hall of fame road rage. I don't swear at people. I don't, uh, I don't flip people off. I, I usually actually, and again, it's, it's classic Minnesota passive aggression. I'll be like, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Thumbs the thumbs up. The thumbs up. Great work, you know, or, man. The, or the, the peace sign as, as I ultimately pass them. Um, but, uh, but I have uh, a few occasions in life. I've, uh, I've gotten up close behind somebody who was driving 50 in a 60. And uh, as soon as they turn over to the right, they look over at me like I'm just the most evil person on the earth. And I just go, hey, what's Peace. up? And I speed past them. So I don't consider myself Hall of Fame. But if I'm nominated for it and I'm inducted and maybe there's some sort of a jacket and a pin, uh, I'll be happy to uh, to wear that proudly uh, for policing the highways and uh, and keeping the slow drivers in the right lane and doing all those things. Uh, but I will say I will never um, I will never cut someone off. Uh, I don't uh, I don't uh, flash uh, vulgar signs at people or roll down my window. I don't do any of that. I haven't exposed myself yet to anybody. Yeah. There's still time. Not yet. I'm still young. Not yet. No. I haven't figured out how to moon on cruise and continue <laughs> driving at the same time. That's impressive, though. It would be impressive. Yes. If you can figure that out, that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It'd be amazing. But uh, but no, I, I I think that's a little overplayed. But yeah, specifically earlier, I'd say about five, six years ago, I kind of got that moniker. Because um, I was driving south and it ended up being, I guess, somebody, I don't know if they listened to the show or they just recognized me or something like that. Well, this is this guy. We were on 169 South. He was driving 15 miles under the speed limit. And uh, so I'm just in my cute little uh, my cute little Nissan Altima. And he finally pulled over and then he got right behind me and then he's tailgating. me. Like I was the guy that was driving fast. Like you, you, you needed to pull over so I could pass you. And right. now you're on my ass. So I just started love tapping the brakes a little bit to get him <laughs> off. me. And then, uh, and then he pulled back in front of me and slammed on his brakes. And, uh, I was forced to head into the right lane and it got a little hairy for a second there. And he's just laughing at me with his window down and there was nothing I could do. So I bitched about him, uh, to anybody that would listen for about six weeks. (laughs) Yes. Suddenly I turned into the road rage case. So whatever it's, uh, it's fine. Uh, I respect everyone that's out there. I just happen to drive a little bit faster and I'll tell you, uh, living out here in Chaska um, over the last few years, a couple of years, uh, it's taught me some things, taught me patience. It's taught me that you can't change people. Are you- taught me that you just got to, you got to, you got to deal with it uh, because nobody out here is in a hurry to get anywhere. No. And so mm-hmm. do not leave your house, get on 212 and actually need to catch up on time because that's never going to happen. So I've uh, in my older, wiser age, I've really calmed down about that. And uh, yeah, thanks for bringing that up, jerk. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, no. What we're I was going to say, you gotta ask I, everything. Cr- credit to you for admitting, you know, your your one story. Where I, I will gladly admit that I kind of live for the road rage. Like if someone cuts me off or gives me a reason to get pissed off, I'm kind of happy about it deep down. Like I'm just ready for it to happen. Mm-hmm. I've flipped a few birds here and there, uh, and but when it's me that causes it, I recognize. And I do the friendly wave when they yeah. go by. Yeah, and you do the little like you know. The sorry. Kind of, yep. That's how you know you're a good person. Half smile right. and do the sorry. Right. Yeah. So it, it evens out at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah. Makes you a good That's person. That's how you know you're a good person. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Driving. No, in, I, yeah. 
But again, the, again, the key is, is all of us. And I try to remind myself of it. All of us think we're the greatest drivers in the world. Uh, all of us think we could do no wrong. Uh, but I do believe we are all, we, we are all held captive by our own levels of awareness. Now I am almost hyperactive, hyper vigilant on the road. So, and I don't drive slow. So I'm always going to be, you know, if there's ever a line of cars, I'm usually going to be in the back of it because I'm the guy that fucking caught up to all of them uh, versus the guy in the front. Uh, but again, as long as you don't cut somebody off, as long as you don't do anything dangerous, it's okay to be annoyed with other people and maybe be an asshole once in a while. I think it's okay. You say you're be aware of people pay attention to other humans existing on this earth that they're needing to get to where they want to go to and slow, you know, slow your ass down in the slow lane, not where the rest of us are trying to go. So I don't know what they're teaching in uh, driver's ed courses anymore, but it needs to change. I, you're, you're kind of giving me the vibe where if someone doesn't like turn on their turn signal, you lose it. Is that true or no? <laughs> mm-hmm. No, I'd never, oh, okay. I, I, I will notice it. You're not like, hey, fuck you, turn yeah, on, yeah, turn, turn that? on that signal. <laughs> I could see it kind of like, oh, this guy didn't turn on his turn no, signal. I do, uh, I, do note, I do have a notepad, okay? <laughs> License plate, poor activity so on the road, you're, you're on the list. You're sitting there trying to write it down Chris while Jericho. you're driving, and then you end up get pissing off someone behind you because there are like, definitely people who you, do that you could see it like like what is this sheet it, oh that's a list of license plate numbers what like, what are you gonna do with that i don't know yet but something's gonna happen these, gonna these happen. people are in some serious trouble <laughs> i think i've just described myself if you guys have ever seen the movie billy madison oh I yeah am steve i'm steve buscemi writing a list down and then putting <laughs> oh, <a list> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's me that's me so uh, maybe i need to work on that where you know well we got time it's perfect i could just i could just see you being that or any you could maybe be this guy just sitting in there in your car as as people are doing dumbest things on the road just squeezing a stress ball therapist somewhere to calm down just 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 trying to hold it in just saying oh man oh buddy i know we talked about this before the show started but uh the masters you guys were up like you said, at Malax, smoking cigarettes, yeah. drinking beer, watching the Masters. Uh, what did you think of the result? Was there anyone that you would have rather have seen win, uh, or or were you happy with the result? Uh, it was a cool tournament. I, I will say, actually, for the most part, it was it was kind of uneventful. Um, you know, Scheffler was the clear guy into the weekend. He stretched that massive lead, and there was a moment on Sunday where you thought, okay, there's a glimmer of hope for Cam Smith. Um, and, and then he gave it away. And, uh, and so I was rooting for cam, not because I had any money on it, but I do, I, I did know and was hanging out with several people who were very well monetarily invested in him. So I was disappointed that part didn't turn. I thought it was kind of cool, you know, and now speaking of cam Smith and, and even Scheffler, uh, we are in an interesting age where we were simultaneously so captivated by tiger coming back. And part of that is because from major to major, we don't have emotional attachment or the level of, you know, just the way that we're enamored with a guy like Tiger. Uh, We are in an interesting, in some ways, generational shift, whether, you know, even look at the NFL uh, with quarterbacks right now, where you got guys like Josh Allen, Mahomes obviously has put himself in a great spot, uh, but a generational shift from the Brady's of the world who just won't fucking retire. Mm-hmm. And, and now in golf, you have a generational shift where, you know, lefty uh, Mickelson is kind of on the way out. Uh, a guy like tiger, just with the way, you know, things he's endured personally over the last now nearly 15 years. 
and how that's impacted the game. Uh, major by major, we're seeing guys contending and potentially winning that we're, we couldn't care less about, to be honest. Uh, none of you are massive Cameron Smith uh, rubes. Uh, you guys don't care about him. He's got some cool long hair. Uh, that's great. Uh, what about Spieth? Spieth was the next young face, and he's completely uh, pooped his pants over the last five years. Yep. Uh, you know, guys like Danny Willett, uh, who won his Masters when, when Spieth melted down on Sunday, I think, in 2016, stuff like that. So every major, it's like a new guy that you don't care about. And Tiger comes onto the scene, and we all get nostalgic again. So for a moment, we can appreciate that. Um, so, But in terms of truly enjoying the tournament, and all of that. And, you know, it was great. And Scheffler played really cool golf, but they are kind of putting you in a spot right now with the lack of, of true uh, undeniable star power that you are just kind of rooting for great golf to take place. So Scheffler did that. Um, I think the highlight of the weekend was the run that Rory made yesterday and just kind of giving you that glimmer of hope again, Rory, another big name that you haven't talked about. Uh, in a handful of years uh, on a consistent basis. So uh, golf's kind of in that spot. I think, you know, figuring out who the next super big timer is, if there is one and, uh, and getting the most out of that. Cause right now, Scotty Scheffler, for me, I could not care less unless I had money on Scotty Scheffler. And that's not an indictment of him. And it's not an indictment of cam, but the only thing that matters is that the guy you bet on one, otherwise mm-hmm. it's just a bunch of, you know, uh, country club kids hanging out at Augusta for four days. Mm-hmm. And, and that does not really excite me at all. Yeah. Well, the crazy thing is, is like, I feel like every major, there's always that one guy who makes a run on Sunday, but they just run out of holes. Like you look back at that and you're like, if Rory just had four more holes, he would have won that tournament. Three more holes. Yeah. Like hundred percent. That was Will Zalatoris last year. You know, it's like the guy ran out of golf. He would have won the tournament, but he ran out of golf. And the other crazy thing with Tiger is, yeah, you've never seen people get behind a guy who shoots 15 over after four rounds of golf so much. <laughs> it's insane. Like, like you said, like people aren't even really fans of certain golfers these days. They're just a fan of like the sport, which is, but then there's Tiger who just captivates everybody. And he is the storyline for the tournament. Like I bet, I mean, I know Scheffler's like a really humble guy, but I bet in the back of his head, he's like, man, I'm not even going to get all the glory for this weekend. Like it's Tiger no. for coming back. Did you, did you after... see Tiger on his Monday and Tuesday practice rounds were packed? Yeah. It looked yeah. like they were actually competing. The practice rounds probably had more people at it than people that were in the top that's 10. That's crazy. Which is just nuts to think about. But that, but that's no, the, and, yeah. And golf wants, golf wants Tiger to be in the mix on Sunday more than anybody, at least as much as us fans do. So yeah. And, and again, so it's, it's awesome, and I'm not going to stop watching. And maybe uh, I will have uh, I will have money on the open. We'll see what happens and things like that. But overall, there's just no no attachment to any of that. I mean, we've seen golf's an interesting thing, and it's not about. Um, I, I wouldn't say it's about envy. Like the, these guys are all elite golfers. Like these guys would smack it around the course and take every cent from our 401k if we had the balls to even try and step up and try and play it with strokes they would still do it my point is though is that there is an aspect of i can play on the tour i can uh, get a couple of sponsors you can see me at every tourney and so i make those endorsement dollars i make a fair wage playing golf and being among the best in the world Um, and whether or not i win those biggest of tournaments I'm always just good enough to hang around. And there are a ton of guys 
endless number of guys that have made 20 year careers out of not being in contention for every major, but just being around. And that for me is very anticlimactic. So, you know, when tiger was there and nothing was off limits for that guy that brought all of us in and that, and, and tiger, you know, Scheffler was talking about, I think like I wore his shoes. I, I use his irons. I do all those things. Tiger is the reason that the Ricky Fowlers of the world can make $30 million over the course of their career and never be there on Sunday at the end. And so uh, that's why, you know, just hoping, and, and I actually, I had predicted he'd missed the cut. Uh, so I was happy that he did not, but, uh, and then he melted down and it was terrible, but uh, just seeing, you know, knowing that accident and everything that tigers around tigers, the sport, he still is and after all of this. And uh, the Kepkas, you know, and, and some of these guys, they got some flash in the pan and we're all still trying to figure out like Dustin Johnson, like you got that wife and everything. Can you, can you start stringing together a handful <laughs> of these majors? Right. Polina. Um, you know, we still don't believe that was that socks on the stairs thing. There's no chance that that's what made you withdraw a few years ago. Um, but, uh, but Tiger's still the sport. Um, so Scheffler does nothing for me. Uh, but it was cool to see Rory make that run. And, and ultimately we're, we're watching dudes do something that I couldn't do at, at Stonebrook and Shakopee if my life defend, uh, depended on it. And so that part's fun too. It's also great watching all those guys like kind of like unfiltered. You yeah. can hear them just cussing at the ball like, like Tiger's like, oh, fuck off. Well, the, and then who's that guy on the last uh, day? Uh, Billy Horschel. If any of you got up early oh, to watch the ESPN broadcast of the featured group, it was Billy Horschel and some other guy I had never heard of, Haskett or like Hatchins or something like that. And these two, like at least at least one of every five shots, one of them was caught on a high, hot mic saying a swear word. Mm-hmm. And I feel like no one even stepped in and tried to stop it. It, so it honestly just, makes me respect them so much more. They're mm-hmm. actually human beings. They're yeah. not these robots. Everyone on the tour seems like they're well, a robot. And, so. and Scheffler had such a human moment on 18 when he four-putted. Like, like everyone has that in their mind every major when you're watching the guy come up to 18. It's like, what if he four-putts from mm-hmm. 10 feet? Like, I've thought that every major, and usually you see him drop the bomb or you see him, you know, two-putt, tap in, and, you know, then they celebrate. But, like, Scheffler actually did it. Like, he actually almost fucked that up mm-hmm. which was awesome to see because it's like man this guy is human after seeing him hit ungodly shots for the last four days so that was another hey, what do you guys what do you guys think of like uh like the manning cast and stuff like that where uh and it's not the same but i mean just the conversation around it and the more of the human element around the game versus nance trying to hand his tie to somebody yeah I've said I said it yesterday. I said there need, we need to get a couple of guys like John Daly and like Kevin Kisner into a booth to do like a Manning cast of golf mm-hmm. and just unfiltered. You get to say whatever you want, whatever. That would be that's a good idea. Do you remember the match? People love the match, and a big part of that is because they were all mic'd up. You got to see their personalities. Charles Barkley yeah. shit talking everybody. Yeah. They're yep. shit talking him back. I mean, yeah, like let's let's open up golf a little more. Why not? Because you, you, well, what's you, funny yeah. about it is you had that with Brady, and then Brady was just a robot the entire yeah. time. Brady yeah. is not a real person. No, 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 he might be an alien. Well, and, and I was gonna say, golf is the most ungentleman gentleman's game. Mm-hmm. Like the people, like deep down, every golfer is an absolute degenerate for multiple mm-hmm. reasons, all the way from the pros to us who just play for fun. So, I mean, just to see a little more of that come to light would be would be incredible. 
because I was going to say when we're on the course, like we're 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 cussing at the ball and we're getting pissed and you know also getting maybe a little drunk or whatever. These guys obviously aren't, as far as we know, aren't drunk, but they're still cussing at the ball, and it, it's it's nice to see them get to that human element. Like, oh, they're just like me, except I'm severe, way worse, way worse, way severely worse, worse. Yes. like yes. way worse. But it's still fun to see that, like, oh, they're they're cussing <laughs> at the ball too at one of the most, you know fanciest mature environments ever as so you think by looking at right it. when you think yeah that they're adults they're not yeah, they're either. just like <laughs> you're they're yelling at the ball the and oh man i remember great. there was one on the espn broadcast yesterday where it, it, they didn't even try to like cover it up he just hit it and you heard damn it like, it was so loud it was like all right you know what? let's just let it fly whatever uh, let it fly that guy that yelled though on tiger's backswing oh yeah nice shot it's like fuck off. Well, oh, that too. That probably pissed him off. But there was it was like on the first or second hole. But he was on his backswing, and they're like, "Let's go, Tiger!" Right before he even hit it. Yeah, that's like be that. <laughs> that's terrible. Again, that's that's no different than somebody being in the left lane on the highway. It's <laughs> yes. just a, a simple lack of awareness. Mm-hmm. That's right. all it is. Exactly. You got all the time in the day to yell, "Let's go, Tiger!" And uh, I hate to be this guy with the bearer of bad news. Tiger does not, he's not going to be friends with you. Like he's not going to like, okay, I heard that guy's voice. I got to track him down and we're going to have, uh, we're, we're going to have some bourbon and tea after the round. Uh, he doesn't want to hear you just watch and that's okay. You can just watch. And then after he shoots, you can say whatever the hell you want. I've seen, I mean, and, and we've seen it more in Tiger's career than anybody else's. You know, nobody's yelling during Scotty Scheffler's backswing. No. <laughs> but for some reason, somebody's got to yell, get in the hole, or let's go, Tiger, or I effing love you, or any of that shit no. uh, before Tiger swing. Just let him hit the ball. Mm-hmm. Just let him do it. Or I, I had Just a be there. I had a kid, and it's yours. Yeah. <laughs> that might be another one you might hear. Oh, just I, I took stuff. the test. Yeah. It's your kid, Tiger. <laughs> I fucking love you, Tiger. Just something really crazy. Well, I'll be like, uh, great, tremendous 12 at Perkins. I mean, you can, <laughs> say whatever, you can say whatever you want. Just do it after he swings. That's, right. all, that's all I'm thinking about. Right. Um, I would actually love to go to Augusta, though. I mean, that's it's just still one of those things, again, being very casual golf guy. And there does seem to be some weird, obsessive, almost maniacal idea behind following these guys you're just walking on the course okay you're you're just a guy you're eating three dollar pimento cheese sandwiches and having an aquafina and just following these guys hit golf balls and it might seem insane but augusta is one of those courses i would love to be that guy i would Mm -hmm. love to do that and i would do it in a second i've had buddies that have done it and uh it's they i mean they just uh they're out of this world uh obsessed with that so I'd be a Rube in a second. I would just shut up until they actually hit the ball. Right. It's, yeah, it's not super hard. Hey, kind of changing topics here. I was just kind of wondering, what are your thoughts on Kirk Cousins signing an extension here for the Minnesota Vikings? I'd love to get your opinion. Well, no, it's good for your boy, first yes. of all. I mean, as long as he can play that bit out. I mean, mm-hmm. let's just get it. Let's get him a lifetime contract. He wants to retire. Or have he him wants retire. To retire. Set. He just said Does that he again. want to retire? Yeah, yeah he's he like, what is he, 32 maybe? Yeah. He wants to retire he's, here, yeah. He's got plenty of time left, and mm-hmm. I mean, just for your sake, like that's that's the ultra positive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I, I overall I'm fine with it, and uh, we're we're in a weird again talking about the transitional nature of the NFL. 
Uh, we're in a place right now where the NFL has far fewer than 32 good quarterbacks in this league. And so getting one of them is a really good thing. Um, the financial aspect of it is there, there's such an ebb and flow with how you want to talk about it. You can say in one way that it's, it's really inhibited us. And you can say that uh, about any of these QBs that are making, you know, 35 or more million dollars a year. And, and in some ways that's accurate. Um, in this case, I think it's tough to really measure it because we've drafted so poorly uh, over nearly the last decade in terms of filling this team with uh, lower priced talent. And so in Kirk's case, uh, he's very good. He's a 4,000 yard guy. Uh, you love the touchdown interception ratio. Uh, he, he needs to take more risks, all of these things. It's a never ending conversation about um, what we need to put in front of him to keep him at his best. It's super annoying at times, um, but all the same, in some ways, I've, I've found myself doing it. I've judged him more on his general boring portrayal just as a human. Uh, I've judged him more negatively on that, and I think that's biased me uh, more than just acknowledging that he can throw a lot of touchdowns in this league and win games. So um, I'm cool with, with how things are set up. I, I would say that we need to draft a QB uh, to take some of the leverage out of his hands. Uh, he's going to keep getting these massive guaranteed bits, uh, whether it's a, it's a one-year, two-year bid, or it's a larger extension in the next year or two, we shall see. Uh, all of those things. Uh, we need to put some fire under those feet. Uh, but in terms of this team and this current incarnation, uh, it made sense to me. Everything tells me that Kellen Mond probably is not going to be uh, the future of this organization or the future of any NFL organization. And so uh, it's a tough pill to swallow if you're a Kirk hater, uh, but you're not going to get a better option than Kirk for this team uh, in 2022. So I'm in favor of it. I absolutely am. And now we just got to go win games around him. Well, maybe under a big cock, it'll, it'll, uh, it'll bring something more out of Kirk Cousins now. Now we got uh, Team Quasi Cock. Team Quasi Cock, uh, you know, running, the, running everything. <laughs> maybe we'll get, uh, we'll get a new Kirk Cousins, an even better Kirk Cousins. Well, going back to Kellen Mond, do you guys remember when he tweeted, like, in 2016, Minnesota fucking sucks? Like, he's talking about the state. Oh, yeah. someone, of course someone yeah. found it. Yeah. When he got drafted, someone's like, this guy hates us. It's like, this tweet is when he was, like, like 15 years old. Was that Kellen Mond or Kellen Moore? It was definitely Kellen Mond. Okay, was it Kellen Moore? I, I totally I, forgot. I came across was. my phone, and I came no, across it. was Mond? It was Mond. Okay. Yeah. And I think it was back Moron. in the days when he was still getting random boners. Like, I mean, it's just, <laughs> uh, it's just like anything else in life. Uh, you can't take what kids say or do seriously. Um, he also, he followed up that tweet. Uh, fast forward to when he was here. Wow, the seafood in Minneapolis is bomb. Okay, well, that's interesting. Uh, I thought you hated so, this place. So the, uh, the problem is, is I don't know if he can play. And uh, I don't know if he was given a chance under Zimmer. Um, Zimmer was not complimentary of Sir Mond. I remember that. Towards the end there. I don't think uh, the head coach was complimentary of many things or many people uh, towards the end. So, um, I, you know, we talked about it 9 to noon. Like, that's got to be one of the first things that Quasi figures out is can Mond play? Can Mond be a positive asset on this team? I would say that uh, bringing Sean Mannion back 
tells you a little bit about where they're at right now in terms of can Kellen Mond be a positive asset on this team? And so I, 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 I just don't, I just don't trust him in the long term. I hope he gets a shot, uh, but it's tough because uh, Kirk makes all the games, and I don't really see other than through training camp and a preseason game here or there uh, where he's truly going to get a chance. I mean, it's not that much different than Jordan Love, right? Like Jordan Love, you draft him in the first round, and thankfully we didn't draft Mon in the first round. But similarly, it feels like a wasted pick. Uh, the Packers have something to do. They got to figure out. Are we going to pay Jordan Love's entire rookie contract uh, to sit on the bench behind Aaron Rodgers, or are we going to trade him? And similarly with Kellen Mond, again, different pay, different equity, all that. Uh, they're going to have to figure out long-term if, uh, if they're just going to let him sit on the bench forever um, or, uh, or trade him to somebody else, try to flip it for a mid-late round pick and uh, dive back into that well next year. Because next year's quarterback class, Everyone's uh, super horny about it, uh, whether it's Stroud, it's Bryce Love, it's uh, I love that Florida kid, Anthony Richardson, Tanner Morgan, right? Tanner, tank for Tanner. Tanner, technically, yes, Tanner is also a person that could be drafted next year. So, again, Tanner, <laughs> CJ Stroud, they're up for grabs, absolutely. Yes. Sky Yuma. Row the boat, go Gophers. Go out and get them. No, I want to. I wanted to bring. I wanted to read. I totally forgot that what Mike Zimmer said about Kellenmon, and I have to. I, I've seen him. I have to practice. I have to bring that up again. Like it literally. So when asked if he wants to get a look at rookie quarterback Kellen Mond next week in the meaning in the meaningless regular season finale against the Bears, Zimmer quickly said, "Not particularly." And they asked, why not? I see him every day. <laughs> what an ass. I remember that. I mean, comment. that's just, it's a terrible thing to say. Yeah. It's like, well, in a and, that, and that's game. a guy, that's a guy that knew he was falling into the well and was just grasping at any root or anything he could to keep him from falling to his doom. And he wasn't in a very particularly great mood. So uh, it's disappointing. And the way Zimmer's tenure ended with a thud, it is, it is kind of funny. Like, when he was hired in 2014, I, I went back and tried to find as much audio as I could. And uh, after we fired him, just to kind of, you know, look back in, in memoriam, so to speak. And everybody loved how much of a dick Zimmer was. <laughs> everybody loved it. Everybody loved how gruff he was. Oh, this guy is straight to the point. Ooh, this guy's rough around the edges. Oh, my goodness. He's going to bring some attitude and some grit to this team. Fast forward eight years. Ooh, it just makes me uncomfortable. Oh, oh. My goodness. He's he just, just so straight to the point. Hates oh, everything and everybody. Terrible. <laughs> yeah, he might be an ass, I, I guess. <laughs> so, uh, and it was probably time for that change to be made. So, uh, so far, uh, you know, to everyone's uh, in the state of Minnesota where we like our mild salsa and our tater tot hot dish, uh, Kevin O'Connell is certainly providing all of those level quotes uh, early on in his tenure. Well, uh, just as a closing thought to the whole Zimmer tenure, uh, he may be without a job, but he has that pretty lady by his side to enjoy yeah, his, uh, model, yeah. and his, his unemployment with and his, and his big old ranch. But while we're going around the circle of Minnesota sports, uh, while they're coming up on, on playoffs here uh, in, in May, uh, do you think they stand a chance? you think they're physical enough? you think they got enough talent? you think the goaltending's there? What, what do you think happens in the playoffs to the Wild? Yeah, I don't know. It, it's... Uh... It's so weird because 
at one point, if you remember, the goaltending was a massive concern, right? And uh, and then we had kind of some some nicks here and there, some injuries. And the the only thing that's been consistent throughout this year is the team can score goals. So they've been top three, top four scoring basically all season long. I don't know where they're at at this moment. Um, so I like their ability. They have six guys that have 20 or more goals. So I like their ability to provide offense at times. Um, and with the pickups that they made post trade deadline, initially you're like, wow, you know, these, this is going to be quote, one of the heavier teams in the league and they're going to play a heavy game and physical and all of that. Then you watch whatever the hell we watched against the predators. And you're like, I, I don't, understand i don't understand how this happens game to game to game so uh, i'm praying with every bit of me that we don't ever encounter the nashville predators in the playoffs and even against the blues you, you have that lead and you gave it up what was that friday night mm-hmm. uh, again i was up north and i was about 0.4 so um, <laughs> but they look good and then there was just this letdown they lose in overtime um so you see games like that and it's super frustrating and uh that needs to get right in a hurry um, but overall, in terms of like winning a series, like the goaltending right now is one of the least of my concerns, uh, defensively health wise, um, just kind of following some of these guys, like you need, you want everybody to be healthy in the mix. Um, I, I, I just, I don't know if anybody can stop Colorado. I mean, again, like even the Eastern conference, you see three, what is it? I think three times, ta- three teams have a hundred points already. Mm-hmm. Carolina might be one of them. And we can go down to Carolina and we can just manhandle them for 60 minutes the way that we did. Like, I mean, it's Mm -hmm. just screw you, Carolina. If we meet you in the final, uh, if we were to do that in the playoffs, we will beat you in five games. Like, and I, and right now I believe that with all my heart, that's how I look at how we match up with a team like Carolina. Um, You know, Florida's tough. Uh, You can even kind of dip down into like Toronto and some of this stuff. But like, for the most part, I, I watch us go to the East coast and say for a team like Pittsburgh that scares me, like I really like how we match up with a lot of those teams. Over here, I'm terrified of the Blues in some respects. Like I'm terrified with just some of these grinder games and how we would handle it. Uh, the Predators, they that requires no into uh, a, a analysis from the standpoint that I think we've lost like ten of our last eleven to them. Um, and then and then you know Calgary. Uh, kind of, you know, bitch slapped us. Uh, like, can you say bitch slap anymore? I don't know. That's, yeah, they bitch slapped yeah. us like three times in a row back yeah. in January, late January. Well, well it was February. it was two in a row. Yeah, I think the last it was a uh, home and home. Right, we were in Calgary, got smacked, came back, smacked us again. And I think that started maybe that nine game homestand potentially. Yeah. yeah. And so we reacted well to it. Uh, as long as we're healthy, I, I think we can win a series. Uh, I just don't. I just don't feel like. Hey, I'm, I'm having a hard time seeing how this team gets it all right uh, to make a long Stanley Cup run. Uh, but I think this is also maybe the best team we've had in the last 15, 18 years as Wild fans. So um, I, you just have to be optimistic about that. And Kaprizov has only continued to shine as the lights have gotten brighter. Fiala's got that pulse right now. Again, the goaltending is as good as advertised. It's elite uh, with that tandem. So um, you know, Stanley cup, I don't know. I mean, Colorado's terrifying, but, um, I, I, I do, I, I love our chance to at least advance, uh, for an opportunity 
Uh, maybe to beat let's beat let's beat uh, Colorado in seven. Because yeah. that, that's all we do. I mean, when we when we play Colorado, it's Patrick Waugh days, but that's all we do is embarrass them in the playoffs. Let's do it again. The yep. Patrick Waugh days, 2013, full Nino Niederreiter, just ringing one off the post. Mm-hmm. To Game, seven Game seven overtime. Ilya Brzgalov was the netminder. Oh, that, that was yeah. – we need to get back to those days. Well, not, the Wild literally retired Patrick Waugh. Andrew Burnett retired Patrick Waugh. Yes, yeah. yes. And uh, they did. actually. Wait, so he when did he stop – after that, that game, that was his last game he ever oh, played. Oh, that's Burnett too scored. bad. Yeah, the 03 series. Yep. yep. The, and then uh, I think it was, yeah, 14 maybe when, 14. Uh, what was it, Heatley to Nino or oh, something like heater, that? Yeah. Danny yeah, Heatley. We had Danny Heatley on this team. <laughs> After a bottle man. of tequila, it just hops on the ice the next day. That's what Jason, Danny Heatley, story Jason Zucker told us. Finally get some optimism to only get, uh, well, that year was actually like, I think, a 4-2 series against Chicago. But then the next year, I think we made it to the second round again, also against Chicago, and got swept. And that was the last time we made it to the second round. Rip. Yeah, Tell this rip. Year. I forget which series. Which series was the stanchion? Because there was just some nasty one. Oh, lost the series where that was in 2014 when we lost when we when we beat Colorado in that game seven, and it was it was like we we like I think in the Colorado series, the series before we were down 2-0. we came back two two. And um and we won that series and I think the same thing was happening in Chicago we were down two zero came back two two and then it was three two it was game six and we went to overtime and a wicked puck went off the stanchion and it went right to right to Patrick Kane in front of yeah. the net and threw it, it over the Kane, blocker yeah. it was the most like we were, they were just dumping it in and it went right off the stanchion out to the front of the net no one's expecting I do remember it to be that now that I think about ridiculous. it ridiculous like just that was another series where people were like oh we came back 2-0 we did it against Colorado we're doing it against Chicago let's go game 7 will be in you know in I think it oh I think Chicago had the higher seat. so I think it happened in in St. Paul unfortunately and then more bad luck the Dallas series where the where that that puck was called no goal that was that was clearly that a goal. looked like it was, it was in. over the line and it was in. that was that that puck was clearly yeah. in just just you know typical Minnesota stuff is you know is just uh, you know happened with the Wild but I'm hoping I'm just hoping this year I just I just hate to see people get their hopes so high and and then they lay an egg in the first round. But I think this team is different. Yeah, I think at this point. We're, I think we're, they are. I think at this point, we're, we have enough of a shield where if the Wild were to shit the bed in the first round, oh, we'd be we're ready. okay. Yeah, be whatever. Move you on. know. I, th- I think they're going to win the first series. And so from there on, that's that's where things get really cloudy for me in terms of trying to be optimistic and all of that. Just because Colorado comes in, everything's a grind. I love that game. It was a Sunday game. We got out with that OT victory. But even then, we roll. What well, we were, we were one nothing into the third, and then just out of nowhere, a couple of L's put goals in on us. Now we're down two one, and maybe it was Hartman on the power play with like two minutes or three minutes to go, and we got an OT. That's sweet, but that's just th- those guys make nothing easy for us. Uh, who knows what the second round? But again, let's just host the Blues. Mm-hmm. That's all I care about. We're gonna be Vox in the box uh, Tuesday morning, as a matter of fact, tomorrow. Uh, chatting about because uh, Edmonton's in town, and all we do uh, is beat Edmonton the yep. way the Predators beat us. So uh, let's get two points there. Let's assure ourselves of a hosting series, and uh, and I love our chances to move on. Uh, and then you know cross your fingers, and uh, you know make whatever deals with the devil you need to to get uh, this Colorado series done. Yep, 
Yep, 100%. Yeah. yeah, and before we kind of, I think, go into the rapid fire quick, I got to ask you, you're wearing the Twins hat. How was, uh, how, you guys were at uh, the the 9 and Noon show was at Brothers on opening day, right? Friday, that Friday morning, Brothers Bar in yeah, downtown Minneapolis. Were. Yeah, it was PA in charge. So I uh, I had taken Friday and Monday off work. Oh, nice. Uh, to go up to, to Mille Lacs. And that was before the weather situation kind of put us into a tough spot where, uh, they moved the show from Thursday to Friday, and so I, I couldn't be there. Uh, so Pia and Charge were there. Uh, by all accounts, it was fun. It was busy. You know, it's uh, what's I, what I'm always curious about um, is how the youngest, like, not young like you guys, but I mean like 18, 19-year-olds. The, like, 18 and 19-year-olds get excited about Twins baseball. And so – the same old cast of, of knuckleheads were there with us on Friday from the pictures and video I saw. Um, and, and they're all pumped for this team, right? It's going to be sweet. Don't know if they can pitch. I think they're up one, nothing right now as we're doing this. And so that's super cool. Um, but uh, they feel like they can score eight runs a game and they can give up nine yes. uh, based on this mm-hmm. pitching staff. So, uh, but, it, but I'm pumped for it. I, I love the, I love the fact that, on any day, basically, well, at least for the next 180 days, most of those days you're going to have a Twins game on. And uh, and I do love that just by being a Rube, having it on TV. Uh, Correa looks sweet. Got that home run yesterday. Freaking Bomb. Sanchez mm-hmm. with the grand slam. A couple of third uh, deck home runs. Yeah. Multiple yeah, third absolutely. deck home runs. Yeah, six Bombas yesterday. So. Bomba squad. They're heading back there, aren't they? Oh. Uh, we'll we'll, no, we'll wait to give them the title. Be, yeah. Let, let's let's so let's I'm pumped let, for him. Yeah, I mean it's the White Sox division to uh, to lose. Yeah, so let's uh, let's just be better and let's let's handle business. Yeah. Well, Nordo, as much as you probably would have loved to have been at the at the bar for the live show, you didn't probably have to deal with a couple of 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 drunk drunken young kids coming up to you um, saying your takes suck or something like that. I don't know if that would happen or, or but, giving you song requests. Even yeah, though or you guys song requests. Do live commentary, thinking you're a DJ or some shit. That <laughs> happened to us once. <laughs> Oh, dude, I lo- I love Rubes, man. I I love it so much. Like, I was disappointed we couldn't go. Brothers, brothers is cool because mm-hmm. everyone rolls down, and it's it's opening day in our time slot, um, and and I rarely get to do the Friday feasts. Rubes are drinking at nine thirty in the morning, like they're lubed up, like they they want every they want their team to win, and they want to celebrate it with us. Um, and for me, like I can't be getting point two with them before lunchtime because I got to be on the show, Yeah, but I wish I could <laughs> like rubes are the best. That's, that's the whole thing. Like getting back to like emails, like you can make all those jokes. Like again, once in a while, people are dicks. Like people are rude. People are crazy. Uh, but these people take this shit so seriously. It's unbelievable whether it's money on the line or it's just, you know, my dad took me to my first Vikings game when I was five and I've been hooked ever since. Like this is their a topic and their hobby and it's obsessive and it's immature and it's crazy and nuts at times and all of that. But like, I want to live the way they live before I worked at the fan. I was tailgating in a parking lot across the street from the old spaghetti factory uh, barely being able to walk to the Metrodome. Like <laughs> mm-hmm. that's, that's what I love doing tailgating and drinking and having fun with my buddies and hoping my favorite team wins. 
And so I'm so jealous of that. And, and I actually would have loved to be there. I've never had anybody come up to me and say like, specifically your takes suck. Um, I have had a couple of times where somebody has ripped me on Twitter and I don't know what it is, whether it's numbers uh, or names, like I'm good at remembering certain things in my life. And I did have a Rube one time that used to just murder me on social media. And then he came up and asked for a picture. And I took a picture with him. I'm like, well, what changed? He's like, what do you mean? I'm like, well, you tell me that basically I need to jump off the nearest bridge on Twitter, but now you're trying to take a picture with me. What changed? Yeah. And he instantly got bashful about it. And again, classic Minnesota passive aggressive. Mm-hmm. He just kind of ushered his way off stage left. Uh, but who the hell cares? Like, it doesn't matter. Like, we're just doing radio. You guys are doing your awesome podcast. You do the, uh, the watch parties and stuff like that. Like, again, if, you know, unless somebody's meeting you in a dark alley with a knife, that's where the game changes significantly in a, a hurry. little bit. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but for the most part, it's like people have good things to say about you. Awesome. Feels good. Right. Like you get affirmation. Like, that's nice. But once in a while, somebody's going to say something terrible about you. OK, well, you're still listening. So mm-hmm. that's all good. And I appreciate, you know, what? and if you have a constructive criticizing point, I might even think about it. And then we'll just move on together. It's all good. In the end, we want the same teams to win. So it's, it's no biggie in that regard. And right. I would have loved, I mean, the, the breakfast burritos, you know, I'm a sucker for free stuff because I'm in radio. I mean, I would have loved a free breakfast burrito. <laughs> uh, but I was, I was busy up north uh, drinking bush lights and uh, smoking cigarettes, apparently. Yeah. Sounds like a good time, though. That's a good, that's, that's a good reason to be busy. Yes. That's yeah. fine. But uh, Nordo, this has been a blast as always. Before we let you go, we got to do the rapid fire. I know you've done it a few times. Uh, A a few of these questions have changed up, but a few of them are the same. We'll see if your perception has changed as the years have gone by. Uh, But are you ready to ready to do the rapid fire? Yeah, I'm in. Can I use notes or is this it's so rapid? Oh, it's rapid, man. It's about as rapid as it gets. Yeah, Yeah, get ready. Um, all right, you're on a deserted island all by yourself. You have one alcohol beverage of choice to be on the island with for the rest of your time. What is it? Ooh, that's a good question. It is McAllen 12 Scotch, or it is a never-ending keg of bush light. There we go. Uh, I get the eye number two, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I had about... 30 of them over the last four days. So uh, that might be a perspective change <laughs> yeah, me yeah, at the yeah. right moment. Perfect. That's what we're talking about. It's yes. all, it's all about perspective. Uh, how many fourth graders would you fend off in self-defense? Oh, I, I think I could take at least 25 to 30, 25 <laughs> to 30. Do they have, do they have weapons? They no, do not have no. weapons, but their fists might be registered as deadly weapons, mm-hmm. especially if they're on Four- a shit ton of sugar. Some fourth graders, we got seven, they're about 10 year olds, 10 year, nine around, or 10. Around there, yeah. yeah. Something around there. 25 or 30. Yeah, no, absolutely, 100%. A whole class. Those. Okay. Whole classroom. Oh, Confidence. Absolutely. Bring it on. Come yeah. On. Minneapolis or St. Paul? Uh, Minneapolis by about five, you know, about 10,000, let's say 10K. Ooh. Oh, oh, okay. oh. Like that. All yes. right. Great number. Fantastic Shit. number. Um, would you rather slap a random baby or your own grandmother? Ooh, I was going to get emotional. <laughs> well, you kind of got to slap the baby, right? I mean, yeah, they're not going to remember it. No, no they're fine. durable. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Then we think, you know, durable, durable. No, it's tough. I, I only got one grandma left and I think it might just take one slap. Um, that might do it. Yeah, I got to go with, I got to go with the baby. There All right. Go. Go with the baby. All right. Um, but it's not my baby. 
No, mm-hmm. it's a random no. baby, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, what if that baby grew up to be a horrible person? Then you, were, if if anything, you were the first person to combat them. So exactly, you on that. Um, if you could ha- hang out with anyone dead or alive, who would it be? <sighs> dead or alive? Ooh, let me see here. I'd probably so not to get emotional. My uncle died when I was very young. And so that is somebody I still think about regularly. And uh, he comes up at family gatherings. I would choose my uncle, Mark Katinger. Okay. Uh, somebody that I would choose. He was dead. I don't have a cool athlete response or anything like that. I, I've most of my athletes are still beaten, still alive. Um, politicians. I think they're all awful. So I don't really want to <laughs> hang out with any of them. Yep. Um, I don't know. Maybe, actually, I would say like whether Oh, this is tough. I'm not making it very rapid. No, no, no. But you, Sigmund Freud, like an Einstein, like somebody, a genius. You know, it's it's so amazing. Like right now, uh, you're almost you're almost defined by like your your most recent tweet, right? Like there are so many quote unquote experts in every field these days. But back in the day, one of the original thinkers, like somebody in in Greek or uh, or Einstein, Newton, when he discovered like, holy shit, we got gravity. This is how this works. It'd be interesting to meet one of those people, maybe like a Van Gogh or one of those insane artists uh, that just mutilated themselves while making art that we mm-hmm. fawn over and spend millions of dollars on now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll say, I'll say Sigmund Freud or or Einstein. You gave a good wholesome answer though. Yes. It almost reminds me of Tom Brady when someone asked who his hero was. He said his dad. Mm-hmm. He didn't. He didn't say like, Joe Montana, like someone who came before me. He said his dad. So mm-hmm. I like. I do like that answer. Well, my hero is Puckett. But depending upon who you talk to and some weird things that happened there in the mid nineties, like yeah. you can't say that anymore. But right. I grew up, I grew up when I wanted, it was bottom of the ninth, two outs in the backyard of my spot. I wanted to hit a Kirby Puckett home run. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved Bo Jackson, the swing by Griffey jr. Uh, all of those things, Dion Sanders. I had my grandma uh, one year for, uh, for Christmas in the Herberger's catalog. Uh, get me one of those replica Atlanta Braves uniforms. So I'm that asshole. I'm like seven or eight years old walking <laughs> right. around. Yeah. Uh, wearing, wearing the actual baseball pants and the mesh polyester Jersey that made your skin itch. Yeah. And that mm-hmm. stupid John Olerud style plastic helmet. Yep. Uh, I look like an asshole. I look terrible, <laughs> uh, but I loved it. I was obsessed with Dion. So, so all those guys were certainly my heroes, but, but yeah, my uncle, my uncle was my guy. He died. And so so I would like to see him, uh, but otherwise an original thinker. Okay. If you could take an all-expenses-paid trip to North Dakota, would you take it? Oh, in a second. No, that's, you know, it's one of those questions like, in some ways I feel like I was born in the wrong generation. Like I feel like I'm older than I really am. And I think I'd fit in great in North Dakota. Yeah. Like you can go up there. I mean, the lattes are flowing. Yeah. Uh, just all you want to do is pull tabs, uh, see open road. Maybe there's a lake here or there. Get on the north side of, of North Dakota. Uh, in a second, I would take an all expenses paid trip uh, to Nodak. And Hell he, yeah. You just pretty much described Jack and I's college yeah. career. We went to UND. So it's all about getting banged oh, up sweet. and watching sports. That's really what it's all about. Yeah. So correct. I love to hear that answer. Um, what's more realistic, ghosts or aliens? I think aliens are probably more realistic. Um, 
Yeah, that's really all I can say. I mean, there's got to be something out there. You think there is, you hope there is. Uh, you get into ghosts and then you start getting into the spirituality of things and you can get really weird and thoughtful about that. Um, I mean, I've had, I, I remember I had a creaky door. So in this, in this apartment I lived in when I was a kid in the bathroom, uh, the bathroom vent was directly ventilating outside and wind would come in and would push my bedroom door. If I didn't have it completely shut, it would slowly push it open. And you hear that little click when it, when it rides up, when it gets away from the clasp entirely. Mm-hmm. And then it, eventually over the course of the night, it would swing about a third of the way open and then it would swing shut again. Uh, that scared the ever living shit out of me uh, yep. for at least two to three years. Uh, so I was always pretty sure there were ghosts. Aliens makes more sense to me because I don't know what a ghost is. Is mm-hmm. it the entire consciousness of a person? Is it a soul? Like now we're, now we're really digging too deep into this. Uh, aliens for sure. Right. <laughs> aliens yes. for sure. I'm glad you pulled us out of the rabbit hole before we got down Love there. It. Uh, what is the worst fast food place? <laughs> oh, that's tough. Um, the worst fast food place. I'll tell you, I had nothing but bad experiences at Sonic. Oh yeah. yeah. So, I had food poisoning but, in there. Yeah, there you yeah, go. Fuck Sonic. So, okay, well, I got food poisoning at a Sabaro about 25 years ago, and that was complete screen door for at least 72 hours. It yep. was awful. Um, man, fast food, like, fast food's great, though. Like, so are you guys Taco John's or Taco Bell guys? Uh, I like both. Yeah, I don't, really, I don't really have a strong opinion yeah. on which yeah. one's better. I, Baja, ta- Taco Bell has a Baja Blast, but Taco John's has a Potato Olays. Potato Olays yeah. are amazing. Yeah. See, okay, so... Um, I can find a way to get fatter at any fast food place for the most part in town, whether it was Wendy's, it was Arby's. They used to have this uh, five for five ninety five bit. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah. Burger King. I just, you got to uh, get nostalgic over a Whopper, the original chicken sandwich, my 18th birthday. They've had a couple of cocktails, peeked out <laughs> a couple of uh, original chicken sandwiches with cheese in the yeah. parking lot of the Oleander oh. in Mankato, Minnesota. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I think, yeah, Sonic's the only one. I, and, and God bless Sonic. I'm sure they're fantastic. But, uh, but no, that, that would be for me. That's, that's the L right there. Uh, White Castle, are you kidding me? A Crave Case? Like, that's, oh, let's go. So, so. you're on the opposite Ooh. side of the popular answer, which is White Castle. Yeah, I feel like a White, Castle, White Castle and Arby's. White, White Castle and Arby's are the I think, two that are said the most. I think it's more of the, the environment that White Castle provides. The atmosphere is like, all right. Which fight am I going to witness today? Yeah, Not yeah. is a fight going to happen today. It's when is it going to happen? Yeah. I think people just feel danger in danger in well, White Castle. Okay. Well, that's okay. So there's, there, there used to be, and maybe there is, there's a White Castle. It might be in Shakopee or like Eden Prairie or Savage. Like in the South Metro, there's one. And then there's one just right off a of university, maybe in Northeast, somewhere up there. There's a holiday station next to it. Now we're just judging the location. Now, if we were saying the location, I would say that's one of the worst places to go because uh, before I got into radio, I did overnight deliveries for the Star Tribune. So I was driving one of those green trucks around and dropping papers off. And I've seen somebody get stabbed uh, out there in the middle of the night. That's awful, right? That's horrible. Uh. You certainly would want to put that in the con category (laughs) of that particular location. 
Well, we um, were in Vegas. Uh, last time I had it, we were in Vegas, and we show up, and there's just a full-blown fight. There was a brawl. Yeah, yeah. yeah. this is Vegas. Involved. People tackling yeah. But, yeah, each once other. Once again, you're right, the location of it. It's a White mm-hmm. Castle and on the Strip. Like, yes. what do you expect? Maybe they yeah, should... That, that... Yeah. That ain't the chicken. That ain't the chicken rings fault. Okay. <laughs> so we got. We we just got to ask more of our patrons. Is right. what we need to do. Well, the, yeah. so yeah, Sonic's the only place where, and and it might just again be Minnesota. If you guys remember, there was this massive blow up. Like, oh my God, we got a Sonic. There was like mm-hmm. a like a two page special in the Star Tribune. And they're like, look at us. We're really hit the big time. We made it. Uh, We've Minnesota's yeah, made it. That's the only place where I've constantly been. Eh. It's fine. Yeah. Um, you know, I miss all of the Kentucky fried chickens <laughs> in town. Um, uh, Popeye's with those little chicken sandwiches. Popeye's oh. kicks ass. Um, I, I just don't have anything to say about fast food, but that's also why I endorse Profile is because I've needed to undo a lot of my love for fast food. Right, right. I love the plug there, too. Um, if a movie is made about your life, who's playing you? Oh my God! Who's the guy? I don't know if he's alive. Who's the guy that played Sloth from the Goonies? Um, <laughs> oh, let me see here. No idea. Uh, maybe maybe uh. Vincent D'Onofrio. You know, there there are a lot of people that look at me and Sauce, and they say we look very familiar. So it would have to be a chubby guy with dark hair and kind of an angry, just almost a genetic scowl like I have. So like a Jack Black. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. That's a very good question. Um, yeah, I, I'd say I'd say Jack Black. I would say, who is the guy? I'm just gonna go with I'm gonna go with Jack Black before I say something that was super offensive, <laughs> and I don't want to do that. So, all Jack right, Black, safe choice. Love yep. it. Fair enough. Well, Nordo, it was a blast as always. Uh, before you go, any final thoughts? Uh, not much for you guys. Uh, I love what you guys do and I appreciate you guys having me and, uh, let's go wolves tomorrow night. Right. Like, yeah, uh, I don't know what the hell's going on with this team. Nobody's on the injury report. We love that. But Paul George is suddenly super hot. So they need to win this game, face the Grizz and, uh, no, keep up the great work guys. And, uh, I'm available anytime. And, uh, just, uh, just, if you don't smoke, <laughs> don't smoke. <laughs> All right. That's it. Don't smoke, kids. Unless you have five or six drinks in your team. Right, that's the only time it's acceptable. Yes, because you're that. Yeah, pe- if you. Yeah. No, if you're getting bu- if you're getting your buzz on, man, it's bum city. Just bring yeah. some singles with you. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's all about control. It's about yeah. balance. It's not about you know going cold turkey for yeah. sure. Exactly. Have you guys ever actually paid somebody like a dollar for a cigarette? Have you ever done that? I've never I, gotten to that point. Witness before. it. Though. I've witnessed I've seen it other people many times. Yeah. Sometimes so more. Remember, money. I've, I've always done the. Hey man, can I bum one? Right. And I've even gone so far as to start like just a casual, almost a friendly conversation on, you know, at the bar as if we're heading the same direction. And then I don't have to pay them that dollar when we're outside because he thinks we're boys. <laughs> uh, you know, you just do whatever you can. Yeah. But if you don't smoke, don't smoke. Don't smoke. Don't smoke. But if well, you do smoke, you do smoke. You do smoke. Yes. Do in you moderation. Don't smoke until you you do. Or yeah. not. Or don't. Correct. Or just, you know, do whatever you so choose. Yeah. Right. That's what it's all about. But thanks a a bunch again, Nordo, folks. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Everything I want to know at all. Mm, I'd spend 10,000. Takes. 10,000 more. Oh, if that's what it takes to learn that sweetheart of yours. And I might never get 
takes. back with it's a bit norda was a fantastic guest as always recurring guest always electric so i know we were saying reoccurring but i guess he's never been on it's a bit before he's like he hasn't he's reoccurring of the brand though. yeah he's, he's been, been on, on two the... other well one podcast three times but that yep. podcast kind of turned into this podcast so exactly i, I still count it as reoccurring status. Yeah, i agree he's one of our 10k takes reoccurring guests yep. in right. general as right. In general, and it's funny because some people think 10K takes is like the podcast. It's it's just our show, and there's nothing else. So that's always funny. <laughs> the to hear. 10K takes podcast. <laughs> no, no, we specifically say it's a big podcast when we come on the show. Well, people <laughs> always ask wow. me, like, people ask me, "How's the podcast?" I'm like, huh? it's like which one? one? That? Which like one? Eight percent. You say which one? Oh, that's, uh, that's oh. actually cameo. Eight percent of what we do, but yeah, I mean that one's pretty good. Yeah, it's all right. It's all right. It's all right. But uh, let's get into the final segment of the show here. We got uh, ranking the f- top three fast food places for all of us. Reach just I'll name go. my four and five. No, you won't. Oh. So we were going to do five, but the interview went a little long, and we know people, they have lives. You know, they, they have things to do, so it's fine. Um, we, okay, we'll do, let's do this. Let's do our first three, and then you have to name your four and five together to speed it up. So yep. it's not like this like round table horse cockery. <laughs> it, all right. I just want to name my five. Let's start with your okay, K, dude. You're like a little kid. Sometimes. Yeah, I just, I, Alex, I just want my beach ball. That, that <laughs> one of that, that fucking that beach ball. That was the worst. That was the and most the drug in me is you by falling in reverse. That was horrible too. Yes. <sighs> just play it. Just put, play, just play it. For those who don't know, there's these really, I want to awfully peculiar things that you wouldn't think would set Jake off, but they set him towards a certain path that you cannot recover from. Yeah. Yes, and he'll get hooked on it. But anyways, um, Cam. Let's start with you. What is your what's your what's let's all do our number ones. What's your number one for fast food? My number one is Freddy's. Um, I th- what the fuck is that? <laughs> You've never had Freddy's. <laughs> never I knew Freddy's. that was coming. Are you kidding I've me? Never had Freddy's. It's pretty right, good. Well, it's like it's a, steak, it's a steak it's burger a... place. There's multiple locations, and it's fucking great. So try it. It wouldn't be my number one, but they're pretty fucking good. It's my favorite. Okay. Wags, what do you got? Your number one. My number one is I'm gonna go with Canes. Yeah. I love it so Aww. much. It's always so delicious. And like, if you live next to one, instead of waiting in that horrible fucking line, you just can DoorDash and get it to your house in like 15 minutes. It's just that's how you. Or do you it. can actually in Apple Valley, you can walk inside and there's oh, no there's no line. You can never know by the <laughs> line. And who would have thought? You get people outside who are like, Nah, COVID. It's like, no, you just don't want to go inside. I have one like, right by whole... my house, and I do that every time. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the last time I was in Apple Valley, I was helping move a couch my my old roommate's apartment, and I was like, "Let's go to Canes," and everyone's like, "No, the line's too long." I'm like, "I guarantee, if we walk, walk inside, in. there's going to be nothing." Mm-hmm. Sure enough, we walk right inside. There were sirens. I thought they were going to be coming up to our house, but oh, they are not. Are we in Prior Lake? We will survive another day. But yeah, no, I walked inside and there was literally nobody in there. I'm like, you guys are open in here, right? And the guy at the counter is like, yeah. I'm like, yep. awesome. And you, and you get hot, fresh food. You're not waiting right. to take it back yes. home. And canes, if, whether it's right out of the oven or you have to wait Ooh. a few minutes to eat it, it's always delicious. But when you get it right out of the oven, I know. it's hit stuff. The chicken is succulent. Yeah. Oh, it just is. So sucky. Oh, my God. All right, oh, Jake, yes. what do you got? Um... So with the first overall seed, no, we're not doing that oh, in the yeah. West region uh, of the draft. of the no 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 first overall seed in the in of in this region <laughs> the, of the, the best foods with the first head on Mount Rushmore. Yeah, no, like the the number one overall seed of the best food tournament. Culver's gets the number one overall seed for in my book. Um, they're amazing. Just everything I've had there, I all their food there, their entire palate is. Just grade A. Their walleye is amazing. Their chicken fingers, their cheese curds, not the best cheese curds in the world, but they're still solid. Their bur- butter burgers, oh my God. Like, I I would have sex 
with, with their the butter call, with their butter burgers. Yes, with, yes. With, with, it is like it is sex with the custard. You will stick your cock in that frozen mix of of heaven. Oh, oh yeah, I, mean, I would put, custard is amazing. I would put Culver's on my list if I didn't have to give my kidney and able to like to be able to afford it. <laughs> Shit's expensive, dude. But I mean, what you're paying maybe a couple dollars more for a better burger than McDonald's. I mean, it's. Couple. It's not that Cam, bad. It's like spend, seven bucks for a double butter Nine hundred dollars yeah. at a strip club. <laughs> like, money does clearly means nothing. Yeah, to you. I got to cut corners where I couple a couple dollars. <laughs> fucking it's a, not that expensive. A couple dollars after a whole night of drinking and you spend nine hundred dollars. Like fuck it. I mean, it's that's, still, that, that's where I'm gonna draw the line is when they charge me an extra dollar for fries. <laughs> Culver's Culver's is still cheaper than sitting down anywhere. Jesus exactly. Christ. It's amazing. That's so funny. Oh that, that's a bit in itself though. Is the uh, the the guy who's like money efficient until the weekends and then he just goes ape shit i knew that was coming yeah, yeah come on man God. come on man that's funny that's good shit though all right my number one is also canes um people, oh shout out yeah <laughs> dude, but people like the annoying thing is there's like this overwhelming group of haters on canes who, are, who wouldn't even put it in their top 10 they think it's overrated they say that, that it's just chicken it's like okay but you gotta realize the chicken is like is just the base that's your foundation the sauce and the texas toast is oh, where it sells you so good. i agree the chicken is you can get that chicken anywhere you can make it in an air fryer but the canes fucking sauce and the texas toast man that so i could drown in that sauce and i would die a happy man i actually saw a tiktok so on, on how to actually make the sauce and i'm really excited to try it because i will try it I'll let you guys know what the results are next week. What would you guys say is like the first huge chicken place? Was it Chick Fil A? Because I just feel like everyone had, like, like so. Like, oh, yeah, was, what's everyone comparing? Because it to? like because uh, like, I had I had KFC the other day. Yeah, KFC probably would be the OG, right? But I had KFC the other day. I tried their KFC sauce, and it was like a ripoff of the Chick Fil A sauce. Right. I saw a really good comment under someone who was hating on the on, on uh, Canes, and they said, "I see a lot of these people on Twitter. They will shit all over Canes, but they will never." provide an alternative that they're comparing it to and that's so true i've never seen someone say fuck canes you should go here instead i have had a co-worker a few years ago he, he was a very nice guy a little little cuckoo a little crazy but he was funny uh but he literally would go to his grave defending popeyes as he, the best chicken see, place. at least he had, Jail a, time. At least he had an alternative yes. though at but least the, he, and, he and got in an argument in the middle of the office i could hear from across just at one point in the middle of the day, you can buy Cane's chicken at any frozen local grocery. Same with their fucking bread. I literally heard this. Like, I'm like, okay, calm down. That's it's, a fat guy it, thing, it, though. First, first of all, Popeyes. it's not true. Popeye's is fucking horrible. No, okay, so I've had Popeye's uh, once. The chicken was okay. Um, their biscuits were amazing. That's I'm not see, gonna, but, I like Popeye's a lot too. But, Popeye's but, is pretty. Their chicken wasn't bad. But that's a common answer with Popeye's. You'll hear is like it sells you on the biscuits. I agree with that take. But it, it's not. But one food does not put it no, in my top five. Right. Right. Exactly. So I I, not, I just I just don't understand like this hate on Canes because no. like, you you never see someone say but this is better. It's such a lazy take in my exactly. So, it's kind of like well, just like you kind of go as to to like think about in and out. With In and Out, people are going to hate In and Out just because it's In and Out, just because people love it, right? right I think it's the right. same thing with Kane. Uh, like, like Kobe said, uh, hate, you don't get haters by being good, or like people hate the great ones. Exactly. I'll, I butchered that quote, but you get what I'm going no, exactly. for. Exactly. Um, all right, let's go to number two, Cam. What do you got? My the second seed out of the South region. Shut up. <laughs> just my, shut up. My number two is Kane's. Um, just like Corey Cole from K Fan, I have the palate of a four year old, so chicken strips and fries is right up my alley. And I would have Kane's as my number one, but I chose Freddy's just because I know not a lot of people I feel like know about it. So just to be different. It was your hipster but, pick. It's but a those good, yeah, it's good. those two are like deadlocked at the top for me. Yeah. And especially having a Kane's right by me, I'm pretty sure I bleed cane sauce. Oh yeah. yeah. So. 
That's fine. <laughs> I uh, for my number two, I'm gonna go with In and Out. Uh, you know, I've only had it three times in my life. Obviously, when we take our Vegas trips. And every single time, it's been top-notch. Sure, the fries aren't the best, but guess what? The burgers are top-notch, and their milkshakes are actually delicious as well. Those two cannot be beat, so there you go. True. Mm-hmm. I think, too, the fact that it's not available to you here is always a good one. Like when Because yeah. like you can't just get it whenever you want. You have to get it when you're across the country. People- yes. yeah. That, I think that's the number one reason probably why people are like, oh, it's so good. Because like, unless you live on one part of the country, you're not getting it. Right. Like That's the same thing for me with like Waffle House. Like I fucking love Waffle Houses. But like people down south are like, that is literally the Walmart of restaurants. Yeah. Why do yeah. you like that place? It's like Denny's. Right. <laughs> but I think it's, it's a novelty up here, it. man. Yeah. Right, Jake, what do you got for number two? Number two, I also have Cane's. Um, just a lot of overlap here. <laughs> Just amazing, though. I mean, Cane's is, is so I'm just a bigger burger kind of guy, and I really love Culver's, so that's probably why that's more the number one. But Cane's, my God, like I said, the chicken's just so succulent, and then that, that toast and the fries. And the fries aren't, like, the best, but, I mean, they, they get the job done. I like coleslaw a lot. Their coleslaw is okay. not the best. Um, KFC's coleslaw is the, one of, some of the best coleslaw I've ever had in my life. But I'm a big coleslaw guy, and a lot of people aren't. So you're telling me when you get the box combo, you get the, actually get the coleslaw? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, you got to get no coleslaw, extra Straight bread. Straight to jail. Extra bread. Mm-hmm. I think I've done that before, but I said leave the coleslaw. Then you're just paying so you're just for it. You're just overpaying. I love coleslaw. You're paying That's for fine. some really ch- that, Has anyone lettuce. ever tried the Cane's? Cane's has a chicken sandwich, right? Why yeah. is that never? It's also jail time. Have you ever had it's it? Their, it's yeah, good. No, no. Mm-hmm. I mean, their Cane's, it's literally their chicken tenders on a bun. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's what it is. It's literally just a way to get fatter. Oh, you know, it's a fat guy move, dude, for sure. Is uh, t- getting the double Texas toast, putting a few chicken fingers oh, and fries in it, oh. and then dumping the sauce on top yeah, of it. That sounds delicious. Yeah, it really I, is. I want it right now. Oh. 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 Fuck. That was a fat guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a big fat guy. I'm going to come. Um, all right. My number two. I'm glad it, it hasn't been said yet because I know there's a lot of overlap, but I got Pancheros. Okay. Uh, Interesting. My, my, Never favorite, had it. my favorite burrito place. Uh, the reason why is a, a little technique they do where they actually mix it all up together. Now, I know people say, well, you can just tell them to do that Chipotle and whatever, but like you don't remember to do it at Pancheros. It's part of the process mm-hmm. that they that they take those fucking things that you see at uh, Cold Stone and they mix all that shit mm-hmm. up. Because when you go to Chipotle, you take a bite. You're like, oh, that was all sour cream. You take another bite, all my steak, another bite, all your burrito. You're like, yeah, it's still good. But uh, the way Pancheros mixes it all together, it just hits different. Yeah, I've never had it yet, but I've been wanting to see. Try the, it. There's one next to here in Plymouth, apparently. So mm-hmm. that's I think that's the time. I think Jack, you just got to take the boys out one yes, of these yeah. days, and, and you know, pay for all of us. Yep, we got to exactly. do a Pancheros yep. one. We also got one in Apple Valley, and I remember if you if you like signed up for the app like the first seven days or something, like it was free, or at least for like two or you got it like two of those seven days for free. So I ate lunch there twice for free, and they sold me the the system worked. So I'm a big Pancheros nice. guy. I remember they got it in Fargo, too. Yeah. So uh, the big thing with students who go to UND is they don't have a Chipotle up there. So you get all the white girls from, like, Minnetonka who will stop at Chipotle in Fargo. Mm-hmm. Um, and, well, and me, I did that, too. What am I saying? But then uh, <laughs> but then Fargo got Pancheros, and then eventually I started just stopping at Pancheros, and that kind of made me a Panchero for life. Panchero guy. I still remember in college, the hot topic was like, hey, guys, like, I don't know. Let's say we all get a little money together after college. Let's all finance a Chipotle and Grand Forks because they would take dude, off. Dude, that's like everyone's multi-million dollar idea <laughs> who went to school at UND. And there's Chipotle definitely there. people who have tried it and just there's a reason why it won't work. Like, it, 
like we're not the first people to think of that. It can't be. Why would no it way. work in Grand Forks? Well, yeah, because it would, works. but it would, but there's got to be something else there. Like maybe, yeah. maybe Chipotle is like, "Fuck you, we're not going up there." That might be true. I mean, it's it's really just a small suburb. Out like Grand Forks is not as big as Fargo. I think. Uh, well, it's also like it's franchise, right? Right. So like anyone can do it. I just don't think there's. Uh, or maybe I mean, maybe Chipotle is like, "Yeah, we're going to take everything if you do that." Yeah, that could be it. I haven't really seen like a Chipotle in a small town either. Like I've seen them in like suburbs, but those are bigger suburbs. But like you don't roll through like like. Small ass town of Minnesota, and see a Chipotle, you'll see a Subway or like yeah, a McDonald's. True, but Grand like, Forks is like, with, especially during college, there's a lot of people there, so it's just yeah, weird how true. they don't have one there's, there. There's a process; you need to get a Whole Foods before a Chipotle. <laughs> this is well, the there, rule. I mean, dude, there's enough rich the people rule. in Grand Forks that someone has definitely caught wind of this opportunity and has not taken it. So, mm-hmm. for everyone who thinks that you're a genius because you want to put a Chipotle in Grand Forks, I wouldn't even think about it. I always said put one downtown by the bars and have it open 24-7. But once again, the whole franchise thing, there's laws and shit. There's probably not possible. Yeah. We'll uh, we'll just dream about that one. But all right, Cam, let's start with number three. You know what? Fuck it. You guys just want to go all five? We'll go all five. Fuck it. Fuck it. It's a third seed. Uh, My third is actually Chipotle. Mm. Um, I, like I said, never tried Pancheros. I will never fucking eat at Qdoba again. Their rice literally tastes like soap. There's more cilantro than rice. Um, but no, I love Chipotle just because it like it's one of those places, too, where you don't feel like it was entirely that bad for you. So you feel a little bit better Especially about it. Especially if you get a bowl. Yeah, and it's all reliable. Like, I know it'll never let me down. So Well, Cam, you're wrong about, about uh, Qdoba. It's actually the pellets that you put in your water softener. It's not actually rice. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of what it tastes like. Yeah, well, straight up, Qdoba used to have the advantage because they had queso and uh, mm-hmm. Chipotle never. That was, like, the one thing. Like, it was the one reason to go to Qdoba. Now that... Uh, now that Chipotle has queso, it's like, I, I don't have, I have a need. Sucks, yeah, no. I don't um, need to go to Qdoba. The benefit of Qdoba, though, if you work in corporate America, is if you go to, like, a, one of those big powwow, like, conference-type things where uh, they get uh, catering of Qdoba, if you're actually the guy who returns the racks, you get a free meal for returning the racks at, like, the meal, like, the big trays, you know, that they Ooh, put all the shit little in. little incentive. And Ooh. I just know because someone, like, at my company was always like, hey, who wants to return these racks? Like, we're just going to throw them away. And I was like... When I started at my job, I was like fresh out of college and still like poor guy mentality. So it was awesome. And I was always the first one to run over to that table and take <laughs> those because, and I'd get Qdoba on the way home. So yep. that's the that's that's like the one <laughs> random good thing I like about Doba. But all right, Wags, what do you got? I got number three. I got Culver's. Uh, I had In and Out, as you know, as my number two pick. And again, I think we talked about this, but the only reason why and it's like it's literally two A two B. Only reason why In and Out gets the uh, the slight nod is because I don't get to have it nearly as much as I get to have Culver's, right? So mm-hmm. because of that, because because of the exotic factor. And and not one a little bit but yeah it's been said already with uh with everyone else's chosen culvers it's delicious there's nothing that really tops it around here locally besides canes in my opinion so that's my choice wow the three seed the three seed culvers it's got to be on every it better be on everybody's top five yeah i mean looking nope. at cam okay salted? no nope. no i'm just joking i'm just waiting for cam's reaction on it um i guess so with the three seed for me i'm going with arby's Yes. Mm. Interesting. Fucking love Arby's, man. No, no one Hell here yeah. is going to judge you for that. I love Arby's. Uh, and there's people that like hate, but like their palette of food, like that's another place. Everything on their menu is almost, their Euros they came out with are amazing. Their Euros are really I, good. I'm not a huge fan of their roast beef, but one thing that they are killing hmm. the game in recently is wings. Boneless yeah. wings. Yeah, yeah, wings. I, I, I see the I've thought about it, but they I've never look actually done it. Good. Their chocolate shakes are just amazing. Their chicken mm-hmm. sandwiches are amazing. But they're like their roast I like their classic roast beef. There there's the uh 
Beef and cheddar with the beef, onion bun. Beef, is beef just and cheddar. Fucking inject it in my yeah. veins. Oh my goodness. I've, and I've said it before and I'll say it again. That French dip is better than some sit down restaurants. That the fucking French thing is dip. So good. Yeah. You that's yes. that like every time I go to Arby's. If I get, I'll get, I have to get a French dip. Even if I get a whole meal uh, besides that, like I need to get a French dip. I'll sometimes get two of them. Mm -hmm. They're so damn good. And you can even, I've done that and then heated it up later. Oh, yes. Oh my gosh. I got to get Arby's soon. And it doesn't feel like you're, you don't feel like a curly fries. I feel like we haven't said that yet. I think I mentioned curly fries, but, but, but they can be mentioned again. They're worth mentioning a million times over. They did fuck up though. Got rid of potato cakes and brought regular fries. Why would you do that? Hmm. I don't Potato know. Potato cakes were Variety. good. Regular it wasn't fries a staple, though. When you already have curly fries. But, I mean, but you don't feel like you complete fat, like, like fat ass, I guess, <laughs> eating there because, uh, you know, you're not eating like a greasy burger. You're eating like a roast beef, you know, even though it's still probably fattening. But it's uh, it's it's all great. I love yeah. Arby's. All right. My number three is a complete dark horse, and I, don't, I feel like no one's going to see it coming. But I put Quick Trip. I know Quick Trip okay. is, is, is more of known as a gas station, but as time has gone on, their convenience store inside has become more of a staple. Um, and, like, the chicken sandwiches and the Bosco sticks you can get from there, like the burgers, the croissant sandwiches, uh, even the pizza in there is fantastic, the donuts. Mm-hmm. like. And the other thing, I think the reason why Quick Trip has jumped in, into that point of my list is because they're the ones who are open when no one else is, you know, when it's bar closed. Uh, I know, like, for whatever fucking reason, all the fast food restaurants in Plymouth close at, like, 11, even on a Saturday mm-hmm. night. And when you're, you know, coming home from the bar at 2.30 in the morning and you got a buddy who was gracious enough to sober cab you on this case, Bubba, last time, even though uh, a bunch of fast food, fast food, ironically enough, tr- trash bags fell out of his vehicle as I entered it. Um, like, Quick Trip was open. It was, like, 3 in the morning and they were open. You know, mm-hmm. everywhere else was like, no, nah, we don't do 24-7. And Quick Trip just opened up their arms and they said, come here, you drunk idiots. Well, not only are they open, they always have the warm food there Fresh no sandwiches. matter what time yeah, it is. Yeah, because they service, you know, overnight workers and truckers and whatnot. So mm-hmm. shout out to Quick Trip for always having your back and for being local, too, you know. You shout out. They're Trip. just, what, Minnesota, Wisconsin? Are they? In, and I've, I've never seen one in North Dakota. They're, they kind of die in northern yeah, Minnesota, it's, right? It's, so. it's mostly, yeah, Minnesota and Wisconsin. They make food for the American working man because... Because that's what they are, and that's who they care about. See, exactly. see you found a way to quote it right later yes. in the episode. Exactly. That's why we're just a step above our competition, you know? Yes. <laughs> that's, that's what makes us different. Kind of I, uh, I vote that we do four and five together. Let's do it. Okay. All right, four and five together. All right. Cameo. Go for it. So number four is A&W, and it's... That's the, a good the, choice. Their food is good, but like if you guys ever like sit down at A and W and have like the mug that they keep super cold with root beer in it, it yeah, nothing beats it. I even like too, even when you get uh, even when you go through the drive through, you just get uh, root beer from a keg. Yeah, it's so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's great. except for the A and W that's located on Highway sixty three in the middle of the summer. <laughs> yeah, because... it's a specific one. <laughs> yeah, well, dude, I I go to a cabin every year up in uh, Port Wayne, Wisconsin, up at Lake Superior, and and that's always that's always considered a lunch spot. And I always turn it down because the line is. So fucking large that I say no every time. You hit the subway in Cumberland, that's the move. Well, ironically, they had one in, in Savage, and it became Freddy's. And oh, I, yes, yeah. I I went there a couple of times. I never actually liked the food that much. Maybe it was just that location, but the root beer, amazing. Yeah, yeah, the best root beer I ever had. So yeah, the good. food's pretty average. Yeah. but the, yeah. the, the Cheese curds, yeah. yeah the root beer we used to have someone who worked here by the name of Rhett Zepper. 
He he's yeah he's, he's gone on to become an A and W stand. Oh, okay. correct. And yes. they interact with his Twitter all the time. Yeah, A and W man. So I would say he probably graduated, going from 10K to A and W stand. Like mm-hmm. I, that's mm-hmm. way better than an we interesting do. hill yeah. to die on. But I respect it. Yeah, hundred percent. No, because he's committed. And yeah, that's why yeah, you gotta absolutely. respect. No, for sure. All right, Cam. What's your my fifth five? one? Is a little slutty. It's just like <laughs> it's just like <laughs> slut food, basically. Um, but it's McDonald's, and it's not like their like lunch or dinner. But I cannot tell you how many times a bacon, egg, and cheese biscuit and a large Coke have saved a hangover. Yeah, it's the and ultimate the hangover, browns. and the and the hash browns. Oof. Their breakfast is actually dynamite. Yeah, so that's why it's five for me. So right. so is McDonald's breakfast your number five essentially? Yeah, 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 yeah it's definitely. So good. But if it makes if it makes it for you to be top five and give them the fifth seed, then that's yeah. had to. You had to. But they'll probably lose to the twelve seed. So it's, dude, it's it's like it's like if it was Selection Sunday. And they were like, we're going to take all of Michigan's forwards, but no one else is going to get to play in the tournament. <laughs> <laughs> That's what much. you just did. <laughs> I love it. All right, Wags, what do you got? Okay, just to recap my list. Kane is number one, in and out number two, Culver's number three. Number four, I'm going to go with Chick-fil-A. It's another chicken place. That's delicious. One thing that really, I mean, besides their obviously high-quality chicken, I would say out of all like the chicken places, their chicken's probably the most high-quality. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, yeah, I, I would yes. say so. But one thing that really pushes them over is obviously their service. But um, their lemonade. Oh, yes, lemonade is good too. Like, yeah, anyone who does chicken does lemonade right as well. Yeah, I've been a fatty lately, and I've been trying to kick the fattiness. So what I've been doing is I've been getting like half lemonade and then half unsweetened tea, and it is so good. It is delicious. like mixed together. Yeah, unsweetened oh, tea mixed with the lemonade, half and half. Palmer. It's exactly what it is. This might also help kick the fattiness, but I actually like the breaded chicken at Chick Fil A. I'm not a huge fan of grilled, grilled chicken, like the grilled chicken breast sandwich. Yeah, I've never had the uh, the sandwich, but I've had just their grilled nuggets. Yeah, their grilled nuggets are also their uh, milkshakes too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. same yeah. cookies and cream specifically is the one I always get. Their chicken nuggets too. Their chicken nuggies are just nuggies. Amazing. The nuggies for the boys, like they're those are amazing. I love their. I ate a lot. Of, I did a lot of Chick Fil A in college because they had one at, at the U, and so like it just fun, fun fact, for my days. The Chick Fil A in Grand Forks that opened when I was in college. I actually camped outside in the middle of October, fifty, and, and I got Chick Fil A for life, mm-hmm. or not for life for a year, <laughs> which equated to like fifty some meals. But it was only the number one, and I got pretty sick of the number one after about thirty meals, so I gave it to someone else. Mm-hmm. But that did save my life in college. It was freezing cold. And uh, there was no alcohol allowed. They were literally like checking tents to make sure people weren't drinking. They're, they're a Christian organization. They're a Christian organization. Yeah, Christian, yeah. Good Christian people. You got to respect it. Aggressively friendly. But, you know, it was just one of those things where it was also kind of an experience. Like, you know what? I mean, I fucking saved so much money by doing that. Mm-hmm. We're just tailgating basically outside for one night. The entertainment they provided to was like so Christian. It was like a dance competition. <laughs> it was so weird. All the square words were like, yeah. Four out. Um, 
after the last four hours. Oh, so they're going to the NIT. They're going to the NIT. Oh, that's, yeah. that's my opinion. Uh, all right, so number four for me was also Chick-fil-A. Um, just, I just love it. The, the Chick-fil-A sauce, you know, everything about it is just – I'm a big chicken guy. So I got to have at least two chicken places on the list. Chick-fil-A. You sound like I'm a big chicken guy. That's something Kirk would say. Big chicken guy here. Uh, love Chick-fil-A. Love the service. God bless. Um, but anyway, no, I mean, they're they're just in a tremendous uh, restaurant establishment. Great service. They're lemonade. Like I, it's, it's, it's also amazing. It's just that when you're starving and you get a Chick-fil-A sandwich with, with some waffle fries. Oh, my goodness. Oh, man. I'm going to come. Um, but that's Chick-fil-A. We obviously discussed that. Number five, I know I might get some looks. Hardee's. No, okay. no, but they love Hardee's. Hardee's. They do the box combo in college. That what about Carl Jr.'s? Is it the same thing? Oh, dude, I've, heard, I've never had Carl's Jr.'s, but like people are like, it's different. I'm like, I don't know. By the way, uh, this weekend, Bubba openly admitted that in Vegas on Friday night, he spent uh, $60 at Carl Jr.'s. $60? And that is some of the cheapest prices. Those are some of the cheapest prices like food. They kind of have similar deals to the Wendy's Five for Five. How do you spend that much money, dude? He, he, he was ashamed, he's, but he's he also, idiot. if I, I just said this on the podcast because I knew if he, if I told him, he'd be like, I don't give a fuck. It's funny. I don't give it's Vegas. That's what he was saying. You won't get but, any weird looks from me, though. Hardy's is great. I love it. Yeah. Hardy's, Hardy's, I just heard people that like, they shit on it, but like it always be like, the, there's not one directly in the cities ever, at least when I was growing up. I don't think there is, but we would pass one going up north. There's also one down south. We'd go down there, and you'd stop there, and like I think the burgers are amazing. They're loaded up. They have good good deals. I think it's, I love it. Mm-hmm. Hardee's is good. You can't get I it a like lot. I like that. I like that. All right. So for me, number four, I had Macdon's as well. Yeah. Um, I just think like the variety and the availability of Macdon's is great. Like we don't have to go by food, but the fact that there's a McDonald's everywhere, including in our hotel. In Vegas yeah. was like was super clutch, so I just love how available Macdon's is, and and when the McFlurry machine does work, yeah. that uh, a Reese's McFlurry can just about make me happy in in any situation. So I had to go with Macdon's. And number five, uh, no one had this one. I put Jimmy John's. Uh, yeah. The subs are great. The chips, the homemade chips they have are great, um, as well as the uh, just like the the bread, man. I mean, I know that there's probably 800 calories and in six inches of that shit, but I don't even give a fuck. It tastes so good. <laughs> Uh, it's just buttery and and they absolutely lather the sandwich with mayo. Like you, you're like, oh, I'm getting a sub today. I'm being healthy. It's like the ultimate fat guy move. Is like I'm gonna get a sub today and like not be a piece of shit. But realistically, Jimmy John's, it just feels great going down the gullet. So well, you haven't, even, you haven't even mentioned the best part of Jimmy John's, and it's it's freaky fast. It is yeah. freaky fast. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, the, the cookies too also yeah. kick ass. Oh, yeah. I, I think a big reason too why I'm a Jimmy John stan is because uh, everyone in the Kappa Sigma fraternity back at UND when I was there worked at Jimmy John's, so they would come home with bread all the time just in a big bag. And when you're in college, free food's free food. Mm-hmm. They had bring me like like if if I ordered. When they were working, there'd be like six cookies in my bag and like two bags of chips, and I'd stockpile it in my cubby for later. So I don't know. I just Jimmy John's is a special place in my heart. Uh, I know that they got some fleck in the in the recent years because apparently their uh, CEO was like out hunting elephants in Africa and shit. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, so that's how some people spend their money. I've, I've learned to you know divorce the uh, the artist from the art. Right. Well, don't mm-hmm. hate the player, hate the game. Don't hate, hate, hate don't the guy hate that the allowed, messenger. Hate the guy that collected money to let them kill animals. So exactly. It's not I his do, fault. This don't is not, hate the player, hate this, the game. This is not a hot take by any stretch, but I do think Subway cooker, suck cookers, Subway cookies greater than Jimmy. Yeah. Gonzo. And I was gonna put Subway. Mm-hmm. 
on my list, but I hate that they give me the power to make my own sub. <laughs> don't trust yourself. No, I don't, because every time I eat it, I'm like, I hate that I chose this. There's there's something off about it. I'm not smart enough to figure out why. Also, what the fuck happened to the $5 footlong? I actually had it for dinner tonight, and it was $11. Uh, yeah, the, right. Uh, Inflation. Jared, oh, yeah. Jared with the kids. Oh, I think that was Jared. what happened. That just kind of fucked up. Yeah, yeah, their PR costs went through the roof. <laughs> they had to cover it up. You know, They had to Sorry, make losses guys. up somehow. Pretty what sad, happened? but that's Jared actually not, not a bad theory. It gets passed <laughs> on to the consumer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. But uh, yeah, I guess that was that was the rankings. I think this is something we should do more. I think this was fun. It kind of changed up our, our regular uh, bits. But gentlemen, any final words before we close off uh, today's episode? I'm I hungry. Oh yeah, yeah. This, oh. This, yeah. Oh, don't say that in front of my dog. He'll freak out, man. Oh shit. Yeah, don't say the hungry word. I think we're probably going to be doing a lot more of this now that like sports are going to be. We're going to get in, we're getting into NBA and NHL playoffs here next month. So I think you're going to kind of be seeing a lot more of this on the show, uh, yep. kind of when it's just baseball. So yeah. Little preview. Yeah, a little preview for uh, the downtime in sports. But, folks, that was another episode of It's a Bit. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, once again, thank you to everybody who bought the Billy Goat shirts. They will be shipped out as soon as they get here. And, like we said, there's going to be some humorous content to come with us attempting to s- send out almost 200 shirts. So, look out for that. Like we said, uh, keep keep uh, flocking the socials this week. There's going to be a really big announcement and some pretty cool stuff coming your way about everything we're doing. Uh, but listen to some of our other pods. We got, you know, it's just a nickname. We got the has We also have third and forever. You got state of school, which is going to be making its emergence soon. They suck. As soon as they oh, fuck you. told Eli <laughs> to post one fucking video to re- announce the pod. We'll see if he does it. Uh, but yeah. And then I feel like I always forget one third and, and forever, third and forever. You, you, you get them. JJ Twins. JJ Twins it's got a nickname. Them. It's a nickname. Has-beens. I think I got everybody. We just have too many podcasts. There, there, there is a lot going on mm-hmm. here, so that's not my fault. But I think something that throws you off is that you no longer have to say the rundown. So just because you're right. not saying that, you're like, right. what's going on? Yeah, and the then all, also the blog, 10ktakesmn.com, Veach's college hockey blog last week. I I, I, lo- I tweeted the photo that said this man got the most views on a blog in, in the college hockey tournament, and he's wearing a Mia Khalifa shirt mm-hmm. at softball. So uh, shout out to Veach and all the other bloggers. But yeah, just make sure to follow us on socials, 10K Takes on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. And uh, thanks, guys, for listening to another episode of It's a Bit. We'll see you later.